Alright, so Mark's typing. Uh, he, he might join us. Uh, Robin Goatleaf is your character. So, uh, you normally go under the, the name Warforge, is that right? Um, yeah. Alright, are you... Do we refer to you as Warforge while talking, or do we ref do I refer to you by your your normal name or Warforge? Uh, you can call me well. My yeah, my my, my name is John. Uh, so your name is John. John, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so you can call me by that, or you can just call me Robin in game. Um, yeah, I don't mind having to stay in, in character or. Yeah, um, th th this normally will uh, bounce in and out of in a, in character out of character. Yeah, okay. so John Robin is fine. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, so, I've... Uh, I, I, have you uh, subscribed to the, the One Ring 2nd uh, Edition? Are you, are you backing the Kickstarter? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've received... I've actually got the, um, the Alpha Rules printed out next to me. <laughs> yeah, the, ar <laughs> the art in there is very it's stunning. Ah, um, oh, yeah, it's really cool. And it's like a throwback to the old Tolkien style of, like, black, white, and red. Yeah, yeah. Nice, very, very uh, traditional uh, art. Um, it, it, um, their layout looks very similar to... Uh, what is that... Um, what is that... Uh, i trying to think now. I'll get the name now. Pendragon, the RPG. Pendragon oh. RPG's layout oh. is very similar to that. By Chaosium. Uh, just, just, yeah, just, just, just their general presentation or theme of yeah. their layout of their uh, RPG manual um, reminds me a lot of Pendragon. Um, yeah. But the illustrations are stunning. I've done a brief read through, and I'm extremely happy with the the changes in the rules because it 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 doesn't just feel like they've um, polished a few things. It, it looks like they've change their approach on a couple of things and I like that a lot so it oh, feels like a new new system uh, yeah and, and that I'm very happy about so I can actually play 1e and I can play 2e and they'll in some regards feel like two different games because from a board game designer sort of approach um, I can see that the, the mechanics are different and um, so they'll have the game will have the same setting yeah but the mechanics driving it is so different um, I like that um, so I'm super excited about that uh, and I'm yeah. surprised that the the, the, the alphas are already uh, given give, gave us a chance to to read the rules and see what it's about. So um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that. Uh, so with that out the way, um, so if anyone that listens to our audio journal, if they happen to support the Kickstarter, they should. Um, next thing would be a recap. So I want to talk you through. Um, get you up to speed okay yeah please it's something that I, I um, let me just go here. it's something that I should do before every session um, don't know if I have been doing it but it's something that I should have been doing in the past so all right so essentially I want to keep it pretty brief but we've got a uh, and also the way I'm gonna play this evening is I mark my joiners is He's just spoke to me on the pre-game chat, so he might yeah. actually join us. But I would like to, the more I listen to our audio journals, I can hear I talk more than the players. And I would like that to be 50-50, even if 
uh, I even take a bit more of a back seat when the players talk more and I'm 40% yeah. and the players are 60 So I'm going to allow you to kind of probe in Middle Earth more and uh, give you free reign. Like literally, I'm going to drop your character in Middle Earth and this is not a linear experience. You, sh you, oh, can, okay. you can run away. Just run. Just yeah. go in another direction. We're going, we're going like... like Maybe eighty percent sandbox, twenty percent um, like yeah, eighty percent sandbox. You think? I mean, there's gonna be some cues and, and so on in there, but uh, I so will uh, use the new parable RPG to uh, as an improv system to randomly ah, cool. procedurally yeah. generate content for you. So if you leave Bree, I'm gonna generate new content for you. Okay, yeah. cool. So whatever your decision is, your decision. Alright, so just yeah. to give you an update, uh, there's two characters already in this campaign. There's Galantha, he's an elf and he experienced a lot of hardship. Um, his sister was one of the best archers and so he's also a really good archer. And she gave him this uh, amazing bow and it's like probably the best bow that's ever been made in Middle Earth period. Yeah. And his character actually had that before entering this campaign. And um, Galantha played by? Say again? Who was Galanto played by? Was Mark, that Mark? Mark, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. And this Mirkwood elf uh, went out, you know, to to try out this bow, and uh, he got waylaid by orcs, and they messed him up good. Um, he's lost an eye, they strung him up, um, and they broke his bow, and his sister arrived, and she took a couple of them out, but they ended up, you know, taking her down to the ground as well. I I believe she she got impelled to the chest. He's not sure if she's dead or not, and he blacked out. But when he came to the rest of the elves, the Mercury elves rescued him. But his sister's gone. His bow's broken, and um, the the elves are quite annoyed at him because the sounds that he shouldn't have been going in the areas that he was going in, and he made himself vulnerable and. Um, put his sister at risk to come rescue him and she was quite an asset to to the Mercury elves and now she's gone they yeah. there's a bit of you know gripe with him so that's that's his setup that's that's his motivation um, and his background so his motivation sorry is uh, he's gonna he's under the impression he can actually still find her he's blind in the one eye um, but this this orc um, oh, yeah, I can see the um, I just noticed his um, drawing his, yeah uh, so this yeah. orc's also missing an eye, and uh, I think this orc imparts his um, his his personal pain, well, his loss on his victims. So he's taken Galantha's eye as well, and um, now Galantha's actually come to Bree under the impression on this journey he might be able to find his sister still. But this is quite a tormented elf, and yeah. um, he's actually the reason why he's at Bree. He's um, come to see this high elf from Rivendell which is the basically the well-renowned um, weaponsmith and yeah. he's hoping this weaponsmith can fix this longbow of his that's been broken and yeah. that's why he's in, in, in Bree and then that brings us to uh, Jadel the Beyonding and Jadel has a background. He he's called Jadal the Swift because he's, he's he's quite like the, the messenger messenger for uh, Beyondings. Um, yeah. He's quite a young chap, but he's 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 um, like built like an NFL player, 
He's, you know, rugged and hairy. He, he could probably pass for 30 years old, but I think the guy's like 19 or 21. And um, okay. and he, he had, um, he got developed the name Jadel the Swift because he helped out a friend of his who, who's, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, who fell, fell out of a tree or something, and, and he delivered a message that his friend needs help. And fr from then they realized he's quite swift and he became the messenger. So he got known as Jadel the Swift and his friend was known as the Clumsy. Anyways, so they gave Jadel this, um, Bjorn himself gave Jadel this letter to deliver to Butterbur in Bree. And that's why Jadel is in Bree. So these two characters, um, their, their uh, paths intersect as uh, Galantha, the Mirkwood Elf, is coming to seek this uh, weaponsmith in Bree. And yeah. Jadel is coming to bring a letter to uh, Butterbur in Bree. And their, their journeys um, intersect and intertwine because um, the the there's runes on the the letter that, that Jadal delivers to Butterbur that needs to be translated and it's going to be translated and it, it, the only person that can translate it is um, the Rangers of the North the Rangers of the North and they're not available they up in Angmar dealing with with uh, some trouble so the only other person that can translate it is um, this High Elf Malin from Rivendell and it's the same high elf that's the weaponsmith so these two characters are heading off towards the same uh, objective the same yeah so the high, sorry did you say the high elf is the same that translates the runes and fixes the bow correct he's the only one in in, in Bree that can read yeah. Quenya and he's yeah. he's uh, what the, was his name sorry Malin 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 the high elf so um, uh, they they yeah, arrived and they were just um, just getting settled in and finding their bearing, uh, observing the, the the patrons of the the tavern. Uh, there was there's different characters. There was one one character that stood out. Um, they didn't catch the ca her name, but she looked quite uh, elderly. Um, but at the same time, she she looked like she could be younger, and um, that was never explored. But uh, they they caught whiff of this character. And they were overhearing yeah. um, um, conversations of this, let's just say, uh, twenty-year-old that looked like she was probably forty, and um, like life was hard on her. And um, they they just heard rumors that are, but but explaining what I've just told you now that the, the Rangers of the North have gone up to Angmar. Yeah. And uh, and then a wog entered in, um, and they defeated this wog, and it was just a random wog that just came in. Um, yeah. And then they just they they were assigned rooms in in the Prancing Pony by Butterbur, and uh, they went to go reside in their rooms to recover from this battle, and they woke up in this nightmare. So all of a sudden, this journey to goes their their journey got somewhat hijacked. They woke up in this living nightmare, and there was fog in the Prancing Pony, and and. The, the people around them were, were in agony. It's like they, they, their actual life force was being taken from them. But the two of these, these two characters were awake while everyone else was entranced. And they ended up fighting a white. Um, uh, when they went downstairs, uh, Galantha uh, ended up opening up the front door because there was a dwarf and a hobbit there. Uh, but the dwarf and the hobbit just zipped past them, just ran in, barged past them into the Prancing Pony. And in came this white and... Uh, Galantha and Jadal ended up having to fight this white and they defeated the white 
Um, and it was quite a gruesome battle. They, it was touch and go for them. Yeah. Ma Mark's, cool. Mark was experiencing, or Glanther was experiencing this uh, uh, previous grief. And it, it actually ended up uh, causing him to not engage in the battle for the first few rounds. But then he snapped out of it and, and they defeated this white. Um, but in the battle, Jadel dropped his letter that he was carrying. And he, he, he uh, ended up succumbing to the same trance that everyone else was in. And um, mm -hmm. Galantha, who seemed to be immune to the trance, um, regardless if he was carrying this, you know, blessed letter or not, um, slowly but surely this, this nightmare, this storm, this lightning storm was enclosing in on, on uh, Bree. And he, uh, Galantha actually went insane. And um, instead of rescuing Jadal, picking him up and making his way to the watchtower where the high elf is. Galanta tried to try to get a horse to rescue Jadal, but the horse wouldn't comply. I can't remember. Um, I can't. I, I I don't know what. I can't remember what the role was, but I think Mark tried. Uh, Galanta tried to acquire the horse, and something the horse wasn't complying, and he actually mur yeah. murdered the horse. <laughs> and uh, hey, Mark, how's it going? Mark's listening there. He's quite yeah. quite proud of this moment. So he yeah. mur he murders this horse. Serious punishments for serious crimes. Yeah, yeah he murders exactly. this, this horse. He's he's got blood on his hands, and then then he he, he really just went completely insane. Um, uh, game mechanic wise, his character actually went insane, and um, so I just want to pull up. Good question. When you say that they woke up in a nightmare, do you mean that like figuratively or like literally? Literally. Okay, so they woke up and there was, there was literally, this wasn't like a dream sequence or anything, this was like they actually woke up and there was fog and, and brie and the prancing pony and the white was there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Got it. Alright, so I just, hopefully I've got what I need here. Um, uh, let me just see. So I'll, I'll keep talking. Um, I'll, I'll go try to find my uh, rules now in a moment. But um, Mark uh, Galanta eventually ended up in, in a stable and he, he thought he was acquiring a horse but there was nothing there. He was holding just the, the bridle. And mm. um, a role he made previously in, in while in the in Prancing Pony, he made a, a conversation role which actually passed. But I let it slip, and the, the this this dwarf and a hobbit, you know, those, the dwarf and a hobbit that barged, uh, barged into the prancing pony made it past uh, Galantha and Jadel, and and they kind of um, slipped into the tail and out of the tail. But Mark, you know, shouted out some words which didn't cause the the dwarf to stop. But those very words that was actually a successful role. Uh, I went back to review it. And those those very words are the reason why when this dwarf encounters him in in the stables and he's completely uh, lost his mind, uh, um, the um, he, he collapses and he succumbs to this, this dream that, that's sort of sucking them from their life force. Um, this dwarf who's carrying one of those letters himself uh, and so is this hobbit because there's three letters that was delivered and these three letters um, were sent by Bjorn to uh, Butterbur, 
to Vidar and Gormadoc. And they've got these Quenya runes on them. And when deciphered by the High Elf, the Weaponsmith, will hopefully reveal something about the quest. Because there's a quest here uh, that needs, yeah. needs to be uh, action. Apart from Galanta's personal you know, um, quest to find his sister and have his bow repaired, um, he's kind of getting uh, roped into Jadal's quest, which was the letter. Jadal's quest actually sort of ended when he gave the letter to, to um, Butterbur. But because the Rangers of the North aren't there, Butterbur's recruited him to see this quest through. So now uh, all the pieces have come into play where the, the dwarf who's holding one of the letters, one of three, mm -hmm. the hobbit who's holding one of the letters, one of three, and Jadal who's holding one of the letters, one of three, have all ended up at the watchtower because the Dwarf and the Hobbit has picked up um, Galantha and have picked up Jadal, who are both incapacitated, yeah, and taken them to the Watchtower. So that's where we are now. So you've got Jadal's motivations to just drop off the letter, but then he was recruited to get the letter translated. We've got Galantha's motivations to have his bow repaired, but having his bow repaired took him to the same place and got him in, in, in cahoots with Jadal and this High Elf. And uh, he got the Hobbit and the Dwarf, who's also holding letters, and ended up being in the right place at the right time to take these two incapacitated characters and take them to the Watchtower where they needed to be, because yeah. they they were uh, having a hard time. They defeated the Warg, they defeated the White, but at the end of the day it was too much. So they've woken up, and um, we are now in the Watchtower, um, and I am going to just go back to my notes quickly. I'm just going to just press pause there for a moment. I just want to pull up my uh, rules quickly. I've got it on a drive, a separate machine. So if you guys can just give me a moment there. Mark, are you alright? Are you going to play tonight? Hey man. Hey. Uh, yeah, I, I can play, but uh, still not 100%, but yeah. Oh, you're a legend, bro. That'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Robin. Is that, his, uh, is that your character's name? That's my, yeah, that's my character's name. Yeah, um, nice. John, John I, like, I like the art. <laughs> is that him on the on, on your avatar? Oh, no, no, that's... that's, oh, that's um, Tom Bombadil. That's uh, Tom Bombadil, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Tom Bombadil, <laughs> yeah. That's how I wish that looked. Yeah. <laughs> <That's legend. laughs> guys excuse me for a moment I, I i'm just gonna take a quick break i'll be back in two minutes yeah right. no it's it's fine i've actually got a little no uh, mini of tom bombadil on my um desktop here <laughs> yeah that was a good recap actually yeah i kind of yeah it's not it was nice to have a recap because uh it was like nine hours of playtime mm -hmm. uh, oh <laughs> i like I flicked through it. Mm. I flicked through it. The first one I'd listened to, I remember the warg bursting into the um, into Bree. Yeah. I remember that fight. I was there for that. Or I was observing anyway. And um, and then the other ones I flicked through, but it's good to like get a like an overview. Alright, so let me just go to my other So you guys are gonna be uh, Mark I was just telling John it's John, right? Yeah. Right, I'm telling John. 
I would like for you guys to be talking 60% of the time and me 40% of the time. I'm going to try to give you guys more airtime than I do. So I've used up a chunk of my airtime just doing the intro. Alright, the recap. Mm -hmm. Alright, so... I'm going to introduce a new character to the game. So just one moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Just while you're getting that up, just a quick heads up. I'm not super familiar with um, the One Ring system. Like I've read, I've read through it, but um, I've never officially played. Um, you don't need to. With, you don't. don't, don't yeah. worry. So. Bro, you're with a complete beginner, man. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is like my first foray of like uh, RPG, like TTRPG. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I was surprised how easy it was to create a character. I'm like, this is. Mm -hmm. Not like a three-hour dump of my time like it mm -mm. is for D&D. &D. <laughs> Alright, so... I'm gonna have... John introduce himself. And explain, yeah. because his character... I'm gonna let you... I'm just gonna let you introduce yourself. I'm gonna post the picture of your character. To yeah, help... Cool. Oh, looking forward to seeing it, man. To help... Um, set the stage. Hopefully I'm posting in the right place. Yep. So just have a look under oh, campaign cool. co campaign zero yeah. one content. Did you post something? Yeah. That is awesome, man. Oh wow, dude, amazing. Thank you. Love it. Over. Jeez, Jeez so man, that is intense. I've just blown it up with detail. Whoa. So I, I, <laughs> I did a sketch of um, John's character, Robin Goatleaf, and yeah. Robin's Robin's gonna just take it away and explain to us who this Robin character is. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, dude, uh, yeah. Thanks, man. That's like the first time, uh, first time I ever had like a character drawn for me, and I love oh. it, man. That looks amazing. Thank oh, you. <laughs> thank you. Really, really, really love it. Um, no, I'm like in awe. I'm still, still like blowing it up and staring at. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's okay. Over you, man. <laughs> um, so, a little bit meta here. Um, Harry Goatleaf is the gatekeeper who um, gets trampled by. The ring rates, the Nazgul um, at the siege in Bree during the events of Lord of the Rings. Um, so I thought it'd be cool if I maybe created a character that was part of um, his lineage, like one of his one of his like uh, ancestors. Um, so I think we're roughly we're sixty years prior to Lord of the Rings. Is that right? I believe, give or take. Um, I think it might. That, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you now, but um, exactly how many years? I think it might be seventy. Uh, cool. Um, setting. Seventy. Seventy years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, I was gonna maybe make it like I don't know his his great great uncle or a great great grandfather, something like that. Um, so he's also um, the he's also a gatekeeper in Bree. Um, he was raised by his father on a homestead, um, taught to be self-sufficient, um, and he's generally quite a, has quite a warm disposition. But growing up so close to the borders, um, with there being some you know strange folk coming um, coming through and into Bree, um, he's become a little bit. Uh, suspicious of uh, strangers um, and especially from hearing of the strange goings-on in the nearby lands um, he has uh, developed a little bit of a fear of the dark from spending too long uh, watching the gates 
Um, he's heard strange noises at night, and um, to cure him or to help him with his fear, he's taken to carrying his lantern um, at all times to avoid being caught without light. Um, and if anyone asks, he explains that it was a gift um, that he treasures that was from the Sheriff of Bree, which it was, but it's more of an excuse to kind of mask this kind of you know background fear that he has. Um, he's been having a lot of uh, troubled dreams and nightmares recently, so things like dark, um, dark, formless horrors um, that have been disturbing his dreams more and more. And at first these were just nightmares that he would kind of shake off and try to forget about, but progressively these dreams have become uh, more vivid, uh, more disturbing, clearer in detail. Um, and uh, sorry, there was a little note about this further down. Yeah, and he's heard about um, a dwarf called Vidar going around talking to the local patrons about similar visions. Uh, so he's quite interested in going and speaking to him about that because he doesn't feel that they're just dreams anymore. Um, okay. Yeah, he's in terms of how he looks, he's got. Um, he kind of wears like a, a long hooded trench, like waxed canvas or something, um, and leather boots because he's out in the rain all the time. <laughs> um, he's uh, He smokes a pipe, um, and he's got a bit of a sore tooth, so he doesn't like to bite down on that tooth. And he's always got his Brie lantern with him. So I like that, I liked that description you gave about the tooth. So. He's just just the way he's tonguing that tooth the whole time because I, I think I think he it, it got a little bit loose from was it like a little uh, brawl yeah. like a little bit yeah. disagreement he, yeah he, there was there was a few ruffians that he had to once kick out of Bree um, and in a brawl he took a he took a bit of a punch and uh, uh, topped it on his right side and his tooth has always been a little bit loose always grumbling in the background. <laughs> um, and he kind of tongues it with his, um, he, kind of, he, he, he tongues it to ease, um, to put a bit of pressure onto it, just to kind of ease the um, ease the soreness if it ever is aching. So he's, he takes the smoking on his good side, the left side, <laughs> so he doesn't <laughs> have to bite down on his sore teeth. Such a great um, character, but, man. Such a great character. Yeah, yeah. And also you, expla detailed. I like you explained how he kind of like, almost has, he pulls his mouth a bit to the side. He's kind of got a, a bit of a skew skew lip um, just because he's constantly constantly um, playing with that tooth so he's he's pulling yeah. his, his lip and his jaw to the side constantly yeah his expressions are slightly lopsided because um, he doesn't like to yeah he doesn't like to aggravate his aggravate his teeth so. <laughs> he gives him a bit of a, a bit of strange expression all right that could be yeah misinterpreted perhaps i'm not sure so I'm going to elaborate slightly, and and yep, please. John, please, uh, at any point, this is your character, so this is your script for the character. I get to um, impact the world around your character. You are in control of your character. So I'm just going to say that this, in your nightmares, you've been seeing this old lady, and she's got uh, two different colored eyes, a blue eye and a green eye. And, and she's at the forefront of your nightmares and um, she plagues you and you, you are obviously from Bree um, and you've heard that there, um, this, this um, trader, this merchant dwarf has been um, asking around and inquiring about people's dreams um, 
in Brie and uh, as you said earlier you're going to go and seek out this merchant dwarf Vidar uh, and you do find out where Vidar is located so um, you've, you've kind of gotten his trails and, and you find out because it's the next morning and people have just pointed you towards the the watchtower saying no no you know he's, some of the people have seen him seen him there uh, you know popping in and out of the watchtower this morning yeah over to you um so what time of, it's 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 the morning time at the moment is it yeah and um well i guess i'm am i finishing the end of my shift at the at the gate it's up to you Ah, cool, okay. Well, um, I guess I finished my shift at the end of the gate. And um, I'll I'll walk around maybe to the... Um, maybe walk into the Prancing Pony and um, just confirm with Butterbur if he's around, if he's seen the uh, the dwarf uh, Vidar mm-hmm. um, anywhere in Bree. Okay, Say so maybe if he sees him, if, if he doesn't know where he is, then tell, tell him to come and find me. I'm usually at the gate. Alright, so it's there that that um, you notice something strange in the Prancing Pony. Mm-hmm. Butterbur uh, is taking instructions from Percy. Percy is uh, Butterbur's second, he, he's his right hand, you know, his uh, assistant. Mm. But when you walk in there, Percy's changed. Percy's quite confident and, and he almost seems taller. And he's um, telling Butterbur, who's, who's in, in contrast seems to have shrunken a bit and he seems frailer, skinnier and, and, and um, fragile. He's, he, he looks vulnerable and, um, and you see Percy kind of in a, in a, a deeper, gruffer voice. Just just telling, telling Butterbur to uh, wrap up with that wog outside because it, it's stinking up the place. What do you do? Uh, oh, that's strange. Um, I kind of pause as I walk into the Prancing Pony, um, taking that in, and I kind of slowly walk up to Butterbur with a, a bit of a bemused look on my face. And I say, uh, Butterbur, you don't, you don't look like yourself. Okay, so there's, it's, it's, I just want to do another check quickly. Um, mm-hmm. so this is n- the, the procedural system kicking in here. I'm doing a bunch of stuff in the background. So, outside it's, so you've got this warm morning, but it's, it's one of those mornings where it's summer and it's, it's a, it's a, the sun is shining, but you're having r- it's raining through the daylight, through the through the warmth of the sunlight. It's just it's, I don't know if you've got if you've ever experienced that. Maybe me from South Africa, I know what that is. But uh, have you ever experienced yeah. rain in summer? I have, yeah, yeah. The with the, the tarm- well, yeah, and the tarmac gets a bit steamy. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I do. Yeah, yeah. So it's I one of those that. mornings. One of those mornings. Um, uh, the, the 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 ground is hot from the sun but it's raining, the puddles have warmth in them um, mm. and, and th- that's what the environment is outside going on there and so you've, you've spoken to Butterbur so I'm just going to 
Um, do something quickly while you're talking to Butterbur. Uh, one moment. There we go. So this is obviously illustration from uh, the the core the bre the bre supplement of Butterbird. Just to remind everyone who Butterbird is. So this is who you're talking to. Um, I love having visual cues when we do have them. Why not? Same, yeah. All right. So Butterbird no longer has that. His his, his hands look smaller, and and. Um, he he actually smells a, a, a bit like like booze, like it feels like he's got a bit of a drinking problem. And mm. um, what did you ask him? Oh, I I said um, I said he, he doesn't look like himself today. Was uh, wondering how he's uh, how he's doing. Doesn't seem like his normal normal uh, busy self. Okay, um, so you get to you get to choose. If you want to make a, a lore or insight roll. Yeah. Lore or insight. Um, insight. Yeah, insight is three. Okay. So I believe your target number is 14 for that. I hopefully don't. I'm not watching that, but I think it's 14. So yeah. go for it. Um, we're going to do that in, in the campaign okay. content window. So you're going to go, uh, yeah. I think it's four slash roll three. And that should okay. should uh, generate a roll for you. Roll. Oh, hang on. Sorry. So it's it's four forward slash forward slash forward slash. Oh, sorry. Forward slash. Yeah. Forward yeah. slash roll. Roll three. three. No spaces, right? Yeah. Okay. Try backslash roll three. That was my mistake. Roll three. And uh, just okay. Yeah, Ooh, you smash that. So it was target number 14. So you've gained uh, an advantage dice in in this conversation. Okay, cool. So you have an extra dice that you can use in this conversation if you want to. Um, what um, You've asked Butterbur uh, that he doesn't look like himself. So... Uh, yeah, and also Percy as well seems... Hmm. Uh, so I can't put my finger on it. Okay. So everybody looks different today. Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> so, Butterbur, I guess you 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 are asking him for for information, and I'm not going to make you roll for this because uh, it's just general conversation. You're not asking for anything uh, secret or hidden, I guess. Yeah. And. Uh, he apologizes and says, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try harder. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, can, can I get you a beer? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for offending you. Oh, no need to apologize. I was uh, just making sure you were, uh, uh, you were okay. I thought um, I haven't seen Butterbird taking orders around here since as long as I've been in Bree. 
So uh, I want to keep talking in third person. Um, I think that just just to set the stage, so we'll probably. Um, I, th I can tell that you you thankfully also not using um, kind of going that route of uh, improvisation as far as acting. Like we're not you're not doing method acting when when we do these engages. So thank you. <laughs> I think you picked oh, that cool, up. Yeah, yeah. You picked it up from from our previous session. So that's something I should yeah. say out, out outright is normally we play in third person and we don't kind of do that uh, accents and method acting just because. Uh, Sometimes if it's not done right, it can actually detract. So the easiest thing to do yeah, is yeah, cool. yeah. keeping it more hardcore is uh, kind of dictating my character says this, my character goes there. So it's pretty much what you're doing now. I'm just you know, yeah, making, yeah. making it clear. So Butterpo's going to just say, um, yeah, uh, he, he kind of coughs and, and, and he actually coughs out a piece of flame on the ground and he kind of just tramples it with his boot and he tries to like kind of like grind it into the wood and, and try to make it disappear um, as he's talking to you to a table um, and he, he looks at you like f f frowning a little bit and he's like well you know uh, my, my family's um, served um, you know the owners of, of Brie for, for many generations we just do our best and, and he, and he um, I'll, I'll just say that in this conversation you did inquire about Vidar because this probably ties into your introductory um, um, arrival. So can I do that, saying that in this exchange you did ask about the dwarf Vidar? Vidar? Are you, uh, I've lost you. Are you there, Robin? Oh no. I've lost sound. Let's go back. Uh, just give me a moment, guys. Uh, there we go. I've got no, you back. I've got you back. Sorry, guys. Oh no, we just lost sound. So, uh, did you hear? Oh, you did a, a a roll and you passed the roll. Did you hear anything after that from me? Uh no. Okay, so basically, well, uh, yeah, I heard sorry about yeah. You you mentioned oh no yeah sorry. I'd hmm. heard that he spat on the ground and he tried this to trample okay. it. So he's just sort of stomping it in the ground and he's holding two pints and he needs to deliver at a table and he's kind of like, you know, he's, he's got a job to do and uh, he, I'm alright, I'm alright, don't worry about me and um, he, he says that his, his family has served uh, Percy's family through all the generations. His, his family served the owners of Ponzi Pony um, for many generations. It's, it's just his job. Um, he, he, he's good, um, you know. So, do I, do I, so, so someone who's kind of grown up around Bree. Um, is that is that something that I know? So this seems like a, a normal, this seems like kind of normal, normal stuff. No, this is out of the norm. Um, from your understanding, uh, uh, Butterbur oh, is the okay. owner, the owner of Ponting Pony. He, he doesn't serve the owner. Um, so your, your character would be rather confused, um, I take. And in this conversation, it's probably when you do inquire about Vidar the dwarf as well, because you want to know his location. Um, yeah. So, do you want to just explain that a little bit? Maybe you want to do a roll for that to to see if you can. Uh, uh, what what would you do there? Would you do uh, uh, a persuade to persuade him to give you the information about Vidar? Uh, I, he probably won't conceal it from you. So I'm going to make it a very easy roll and say yeah, it's going to be uh, a, a roll of. 10 super easy target number 10 do you have any any two. any uh, levels in persuade yeah i've any got ranks? two in persuade yeah okay so just just uh 
Oh. Backslash roll two. Yeah, this is six. So. <laughs> okay. Laugh. okay. So, so uh, you asked about Vidar the dwarf, and uh, you my tooth was hurting. I you... couldn't speak properly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's ex perfect, man. Perfect. So you, ex <laughs> do, do you wanna? Um, I'll, I'll tell you what the negative effect is, but essentially, so you've explained now that that's 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 why you you're a little bit um, your tooth got in your way. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, uh, Barber, he, he's actually annoyed with you now. He's like, look here, um, I'm trying to be nice, um, but, but I've, I've work to do. Uh, and uh, it seems like you've, you've irritated him now, so you're probably not going to get... M anything you try to get out of him now will probably be more difficult. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, this is all feeling a bit weird to, uh, to Robin anyway, so... Um, Robin will turn around and uh, say, "All right, well, um, yep, didn't mean to cause any offence," and walks back out of the out of the prancing pony and lights his pipe. Okay, so as and you're leaving, Percy's just like Percy will just say, "Hey, listen, yeah, um, don't don't mind uh, Butterbur. He, he, you know, he, he's a strange chap. Um, Vidar, if you're looking for him, he's up at the the watchtower. Um, some some people have seen him going in and out of there this morning." Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, I'll make my way up to the the watchtower then. Okay. So I'm going to, if you scroll up to campaign content all the way to the top, you'll see, I believe it's the third image. Mm-hmm. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> so campaign content, uh, third image, you'll see a map of Bree. So the watchtower is number three. Oh, cool. Yeah, got it. Okay. So you are at the moment at the prancing pony and that is uh, number six so you'll see number six there uh, on the right hand side of the fork of the road and you're going to make, make your way from number six past everything to number three number six to number three so I'm in the center and number three is where one two oh yeah yeah okay right so they're on the southeast side um Okay, I see cool. that's Can you see north. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Okay, cool. So uh let's see. Let's see. So over to Galantha. Galantha, you have um woken up and uh you you had you, you were you, you went a little bit crazy and um Vidar and Cormadoc rescued you in many ways and you kind of woken up and and your body's achy and uh, you feel a bit drained yep um, I'm just gonna jump straight into it and and say that uh, let me just pull up my notes here that let's see you have had rest so when you have rest you're going to recover a little bit of uh, endurance okay so let's have a look here all right so your your heart score what is your heart score again there um 
magical lantern. Hearts. Hearts, you mean? Heart. Three. Okay, so you get three endurance. Add that to your to your sheet for me, please. So you starting you starting at the moment is nineteen. So I'm gonna add three. Yeah. What is your 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 ceiling on your character there? I'm gonna open up your sheet so I can see it. So where is your? Uh, so your starting is nineteen, and yeah. you. Oh, uh, current, current is, 10. is ten. So you're gonna right, go up yeah. to thirteen. Okay, and you know, I just need a quick bio. I'll be back in two minutes. Yeah, sure. Oh, good man. Uh, you're no longer measurable, but you've got one permanent shadow point. Um, you don't recover any uh, hope. Uh, your fellowship, your fellowship um, pool. You don't recover any. Uh, it's still three. It's just great. You took that from the last session. But you, mm. you you don't get any more. You kind of hung on to it. You didn't want to spend it the last time, which is why you got into this pickle to start off with. Yeah. So you still got that three hope. Yeah. Uh, but if you were zero, um, you wouldn't have recovered because uh, your fellowship focus, your buddy Jadal, was made uh, he, he he failed the corruption test. So which yeah. means that wasn't good. So you you you've kind of in some regards failed him. All right, so this is this is the great part for you, um, Malin. So uh, let me just see if I can pull up Malin quickly, just so we know who we're talking about. Uh, 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 uh. Got him. Just drop him in here. Alright, so we've seen Malin before. So Malin's mm. talking to you and uh, he 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 says that uh, do you wanna do you wanna talk to him at all about your your bow? So when you woke up, you s the whole situation has been explained to you that that Vidar and Gormadok uh, they found you and they brought you here and Jadal is safe. Um, do you want to talk to Malin at all about your bow? Uh, this is your chance. Mm. You've been looking. You've been waiting for this. You've been waiting for this. Would you yeah. like to talk to yeah. this guy? Cool. So. Do do so do I'm a lore or uh? Sorry to interrupt you. I forgot to mm. ask you. If you're going to talk to him, just do that same test that um. John uh, Robin had to do. So. Three on lore. Yeah. So you do a go lore, with lore. Go with lore. That would be a safe bet. So backslash roll three. Yeah. Okay. So the target number was fourteen. You've got what? thirteen. Yeah. So you, you failed that roll. I don't know if you can spend hope on a preliminary roll. I actually don't know this. All right. So you you didn't get that. So you don't have an extra mm. dice to spend if you need it in these conversations. Mm. Um, mm. In hindsight, I think uh, Robin should have spent uh, his extra dice when speaking to um, uh, yeah. Butterbur. But look here, that's that's kind of the decisions that uh, you, as the player, you, you, that that's the that's the game part of it that you kind of need to manage. Yeah. Uh, the story that's part. 
Does that mean I get a second roll? Like an, a second attempt at the roll? No, you just get an extra d6 with your roll. Oh, okay, cool. So That's you cool. got you got to kind of like stay on top of, of your character's stats yeah. and your abilities and, and, and extra dice. Um, sure. Because it can be in your favor. And uh, I need to look into this, but also something I want to do during the fellowship phase when I award experience, because normally it's one point of experience per session, and also on how you roll, you get... Um, you can earn advancement points based on your rolls, uh, that kind of thing. So cool. uh, there's three ways to earn advancement points, which is experience. So you get experience at the end of every session. So in the fellowship phase, which is the end of the campaign, you get to spend the experience. That's awarded by the GM. And I like to do it based on performance, um, like on, on, on how well your character did um, and how well you played. But generally, rule of thumb is one point of experience per session. But you can also yeah. earn experience based on your role. So if you, if you pass a role and you pass it with a, um, a great success, which means you, you are on your, you're rolling a, a D12, but on one of those D6s, if you get a 6, which has got a Teng Wan rune on it, if you yeah. get a 6 with a Teng Wan rune, that grants you one advancement point. And you can only do that, uh, you can only get, the, you fill that in on your sheet, and mm -hmm. that's once per, um, how can I call this, uh, camp, before the fellowship phase. So uh, you're on a quest at the moment, and at the end of the quest, it's the fellowship phase. Um, if you're looking at your character sheet, uh, you have, I just want to pull this up quickly. On your character sheet, you have, if you look on the PDF, page 313, you have skill groups. So there's personality, movement, perce perception, survival, custom, and vocation. So all yeah. your custom skills have been divided up into uh, is that six categories. So if you do persuade and you get uh, a great success, you fill in one of those advancement points. Great, you've just unlocked experience that you get to use later. Uh, you, okay. can't, you, you can't do that uh, if you get a great success in Persuade or Inspire or Awe, which all fall under personality, you, you, can't, you can't fill that in again. For this campaign, you know, until the Fellowship phase, for this quest, uh, you've earned that experience point. So you yeah. can, if you get a great success maybe in Stealth, which is under Movement, great, fill it in. Now you get that second point of experience you can unlock, which is an extraordinary success, which means you've got two sixes. On your roll okay cool. uh, yeah. and that applies you can only do that once for any of the common skills in that row the third one is if you do pass a roll so you meet the target number of 14 and you role play one of your traits so your character has certain traits that came up when you when you when you roll them up if you find a way of narrating how that trait helped you succeed you get a point of experience so you have three ways of gaining experience as a player and that's up to you that's up to you to to game so there are ways for a clever player to do well in the one ring yeah apart from the narrative side all right yeah, so sure. uh, mark didn't succeed in his role uh, and i don't uh, so that's just if he's going to get an extra dice um, so he, he doesn't have any foresight uh, do you want to explain that 
failure in your role. Uh, oh well, anyways, it's a pretty pre preliminary role. So he's just w uh, woken up and he's daisy, um, and that's why he, d he doesn't have any foresight on on this conversation. So do you want to talk to Malin, Mark? Yeah. So um, after seeing Malin, um, Galanthier was overjoyed because. He cannot wait to like tell his to to, to tell Milan what happened to him. Mm -hmm. He also can't wait to introduce himself and um, his role and his sister's role in the Merkwood Elves. And just when um, he was about, cause I cause I failed in the role. I was talking about like about Merkwood while introducing myself. He just like. <laughs> shake his head like in, in, in disapproval <laughs> um, and because uh, he's from Rivendell yeah so yeah so he's, he's from oh uh, okay anyway it's perfect perfect um, perfect, perfect perfect yeah alright so do you do you want to talk to him he's holding your broken bow in his hand and he's already explained yeah, to you so why, why, why you passed out because uh, initially you are uh, immune to the storm to this nightmare that happens when everyone mm. sleeps uh, elves are immune to it up to a certain degree and then and then you know if you allow the shadow to creep in you can succumb to it otherwise holding one of these letters you know protects you that's something we covered in the last session all right go for it what floor's yours man uh, uh okay uh, can i can i first ask him um what's going on can i make a roll for it um, um uh, yeah, I'm wondering if you should, if you should, uh, if you need to roll for that. Um, like you I can just, you can um, just, you can just, you can just ask him. I don't think. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think you need so, to persuade so I him. I don't him. think you need to persuade him. You can just talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked him um, if he's been experiencing what me and Jadal have been experiencing and I also asked him if he can fix my bow uh, okay so you're gonna try to persuade him to fix your bow so please roll persuade for me Got target it. number four zero Got zero persuade so backslash roll that's all you do oh not four slash backslash roll Did you uh, did not specify a number or mark roll? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right, so you rolled a four, so you you f you failed that request. Mm. So, do you, I'll tell you so how, how the negative effect, wh what the negative uh, outcome of your failure is. But how how do you end up? How do you fumble? Explain the fumble to me. And go in detail like this. The floor's yours. Yeah. So, Galanthier has this really, um, like, how do you call this, um, this unwelcoming aura about him. And, um, although, although, like, inside he was, like, really, um, uh, overjoyed of seeing Malin. While he was, uh, while he was talking, Malin seems to, like, feel something about 
Galanthir that he doesn't like. And when Galanthir asked him if he could um, fix his bow, he just like sh uh, shook his head like, oh, slow down there, buddy. Okay. Like, so the negative effect, because when you fail a roll, when you pass a roll, there's a positive effect. When you fail a roll, there's a negative effect. Okay. So Malin looks at you um, as a Mirkwood elf, and he's from Rivendell, you know, and he's, he's, he's got that sort of elvish air to him, you know. Mm. He's got his, he's elevated, he's got his chin up, his nose up in the air, and he's kind of looking at you as a Mirkwood elf, and uh, mm. pulls his, 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 you know, his mouth to one side as he's thinking, like, Tell you what, I don't know, owe you anything, and my services are uh, not for sale, but I have need of assistance, and if you aid me, I'll be able to make a bow for you like none other. I've been meaning to try something. But before I tell you what I will do, I'll tell you what I need. And as he's about to tell you what he needs, in walks Robin. Robin, go for it. I missed that, sorry. What did you say? I think that's a, that, that's a good reaction in itself. <laughs> 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 so I didn't realize I was there. Am I here? Yeah, you, you've walked across. You've made your way to the watchtower. And uh, Galantha is trying to persuade uh, Malin to repair his bow. And the door flies open and in walks Robin. And uh, you, you, you're there to, to seek out Vidar to inquire about these dreams. Um, Vidar is there. Uh, what would you like to do? You've just walked into the watchtower. Uh, give me a moment. I'll actually show you what the watchtower looks like. Oh yeah, I was actually I was actually just looking at the map of the watchtower as as, as um, it's already linked up there actually. Um, I'll just well, I'll I'll walk in um, <laughs> uninvited, and um, I'll see that he's um, there's a conversation happening between two people that I don't know, and I say. Um, uh, I'm looking for v Vidar, but I hope I'm not interrupting. Okay. So, you have... A, this is just a, a map I drew the last time we were, we were doing this session. So, you know number one at the entrance. <clears throat> yeah. And them are in the first floor. So, they one above you. And uh, you've actually walked straight into uh, Vidar and Gormadok. So, they are sitting uh, at number two, which is the eating table. Yeah. And, uh, just give me a moment. Let's see. So, Robin walked past them? No, no, he's walked straight into, into them. Um, okay. So, I'm just going to do this, this. Okay, I can hear your music. I heard a. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah. 
All right. The dingy dingy sound. <laughs> I'll bring it closer to me. YouTube, you copy, YouTube copy strike, uh, copyright strike. Alright, so there's Vidar. Vidar. And he's a, a 22 year old dwarf that is packing a mean, mean beard. There's a mean beard. For a 22-year-old, but what do you expect from a dwarf? These guys are not messing around. They are basically born with a razor blade in their hand. Uh, they probably never used one. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so you see Vidar there, and uh, he's, he's got like a very thick accent. And he's from the Blue Mountains, and he's a trader there. Uh, let me just go to his stats, because, uh, yeah, he's... he's Decked out. Yeah. All right. Well, I. Um, oh, who's this underneath him? This is. That's Gore Maddock. It's a Hobbit. That's Gore been Maddock. running oh, around. Right. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Vidar is quite sociable, by the way. He's, he's yeah. very, very chatty. So I'm going to ask you to do a lore or insight role again because this is quite an important conversation. It's something you're also going to notice from me. Most role players don't like rolling dice. Um, I've just seen um, at least at least those that are um, influencers influencers online. A lot of time, I have seen new systems are trying to be uh, dice dice light, very light on dice and and um, uh, narratively heavy. So it's very theater oh, in mind. I, I, I like I like giving dice. Yeah, I like to bring the dice in whenever I can. Not not unnecessarily, but whenever I can. I like it because the dice is end of the day is your character and and, and their makeup and their DNA and their personality yeah. and I like that to influence a lot of the things so go for it do a, a lore or insight role for me please um, yeah so my insight is three um, just jump back into camping so that's slash roll three it's a um, 19 oh so I got a Gandalf rune so that's an automatic success um, yeah okay you didn't get a great or extraordinary. Pardon, pardon me. You didn't get a great or extraordinary success. Okay. No. But you did get, and this is just on a on a um, pre preliminary roll. Now I'm not sure if you can gain experience on preliminary roll. I think you actually can. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so because it's your first session, I'm going to help you out, Joe. Yeah. Do you have any traits? No, I took a... You, you would oh, have, sorry, you would have, you would have. You yeah, would have. I did, sorry. I took... I'm going to go to your um, character and help you out. Um, yeah, 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 sorry. I thought you meant... Um, mm -hmm. uh, cultural rewards and those things. Yeah. Rewards and virtues, sorry, yeah. yeah. My traits are cooking, smoking, shadow lore, and my distinctive features were steadfast and suspicious. Okay, well, you're looking right at them. Tell me, how does any of those help you in in, in assessing this conversation? Um, well, I'm certainly not going to back down. You know, I've come here with a mission. Um, I've been very disturbed by these dreams that I've been having. And um, I have heard that uh, Vidar is um, going around talking to the local patrons about similar visions. Um, so... I mean, I've been having these these you know nightmares long enough now that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let it go. I'm gonna be a bit like a dog with a bone at this one. Mm -hmm. 
So I get straight to the point and I say... Which, um, which, which trait helps you gain experience here? Steadfast. Steadfast. All right, so just make a note there on, on your little pad next to you. Yeah. So that would be... You did a... Was that an insight or lore? You did a lore, right? No, I think it was insight, sorry. Okay, so insight uh, is perception. So just give yourself... If you ever use a trait, fill in the third... Um, if you just if you have been looking at the PDF page 313, fill in the third uh, star under skill groups on the far right hand side of your character sheet. Um, you've gained an experience point for using a trait on a successful dice roll. Oh, cool. Okay. That's so you've you've, cool. you've so uh, under uh, so that was insight, right? Yeah, that was insight. So you can't do that again in this quest for search, insight, or awareness. None of those can you ever uh, invoke a trait to grant yourself a, an a experience point. You've just done that now. So you've just banked an experience point. Uh, I won't help you in future to do that, uh, but I'm just, okay, as you're learning cool. the system, because oh. that's totally up to you. It's like, you're gonna, you can yeah. be, you can be, you know, top tier player, like constantly, you know, m gaming the system, or you can just be laying back and just whatever. <laughs> All right, so, so I'm just so I'm um, just to be clear, I'm on the skill groups on mm -hmm. the right of the character sheet. Um, the which third one star. The third star. You're coloring in. So perception is it? Yeah, color in the third star because that's when you use a trait to invoke uh, an advancement point. The first okay. two stars is if you get a great success, which means you've rolled a six on a d6 or two sixes. It's the second star. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I'm rolling the star. So I'm sorry. I'm, I'm clicking. Uh, like I'm coloring in the star on the right. Is that right? Correct. You can do it a little notepad. I don't know what what you've got next to you, but do that. I've just got a little PDF open on. Yeah. So just just make make a mental note of that. Oh, just write yeah, down sure. third star colored in under skill group. Yeah, I've colored it. In. It's clickable. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. So you've got an extra D6 to use. All right. So you you you've just walked in there and uh, this dwarf just spits out whatever he's eating because you've startled him. And uh, Gormadok, Gormadok, the dwarf behind him, he's like, um, kind of like slams his hand on the table like, gosh man, and he's, 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 he's more upset with the dar for spitting on him than he is of you <laughs> barging in. <laughs> Go for it. Priorities. So you, you've got an extra d6 to use when you try to talk to these guys now. At any stage you can drop it in, that extra, that extra d6. Yeah, sure. Well, I say good morning, little masters. Um, I am here to speak with Vidar about something urgent. So Vidar is uh, is gonna walk right up to you. Mm -hmm. Let's look up at you. Yeah. And he's got porridge in his beard. Nice. And he's going to talk, and while he's talking, he's kind of splatting, splattering on you still. Delicious. And he takes his axe, and he <laughs> lifts it up to your chin. So now, now he, he, he's got full range, and he's letting you know he's got full range. And he asks you, who's your little master? <laughs> oh. I say to him, well, I, I, meant, I meant no offense, Master Dwarf. Um... I am here on business that I think is in your interest as well as mine. 
So he kind of goes, and he waves his hand aside, and he uh-huh. wipes his beard, and you just hear the, the muck and the, the poach just slap on the floor. Yeah. And uh, Gore Maddock is just like, oh, like just just looking at the mess. <laughs> and because this, this guy is like Silver Spoon Dwarf. I mean, uh, a hobbit, Gore Maddock. Mm. He's this pompous uh, hobbit. All right, do you want to ask him anything? Do you want to do any roles? You've, you've done your greetings? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to ask him. I'd like to go straight into it. If, mm. you know, just um, say, um, I'd like to tell him that I've been troubled by these um, nightmares that are becoming more than just nightmares. Um, you know, they're becoming visions. And I explain about the old lady with the um, with the different colored eyes. I think it was one blue, one green. Is that right? Mm. So as you're saying that, um, let me see if you need to do any kind of role on this. I don't think you do. Uh, you don't need to persuade them. You're just telling them. So. You can just see Gormadok get a bit uncomfortable when you mm. talk about her. And oh, he, starts, he starts pointing at you saying, uh, I, I don't like this guy. I don't like this, the, the look of this guy. And uh, Vidar is like, kind of like telling, tell, tells him to shut his pie hole. So you got the one guy is like using very uh, elegant, eloquent English and, and, and like... Um, Maddock, the, the Hobbit, is, is, is very fluent, and um, Vidar is just like very crude, like, shut your piehole. Um, listen here, uh, yeah, I, I know what, you, what you're talking about, uh, there's something going on, we've, we've all got these, these, uh, these letters, and he slaps his letter on the table, um, doesn't need much persuading, and he's like, um, Bjorn has has asked us to to look into this. Uh, Malin upstairs has translated the letters for us. We've got all three pieces now. Um, And the Tengwan, not Tengwan, the Quenya, uh, he's translated for us. And and it speaks of a, um, I think the first, the first, there's three words and the secret. um, And the second word was well. And the third was Barrow. So, Sorry? secret well and barrow. barrow. Yeah, a barrow, which is in in common terms uh, in modern day talk, a graveyard, a barrow yeah. down. Yeah, a barrow down. Yeah. All right. So you've you've got uh, secret well graveyard, and yeah. um, and and he says, look, yeah, we've we've been talking about this uh, at length. And uh, there is a well, and if you have a look at, uh, go back to the map, scrolling up. Uh, I thought I just posted the map. Oh, there it is. No. I posted a link to it. Um. Okay. I'm going to pull it up again. I don't know why it's missing. Okay, one moment. I'm just doing this for myself. Is it the map of Bree that we're looking at? Uh, yeah, it's the third one. Um, so yeah cool okay so i'm just gonna grab that grab that copy i think i pasted that 
in the wrong area. Jump to present. I'm just gonna paste it here. Uh. All right. Either way, you, can you can everyone see that map of Brie? Because it's not yeah. letting me uh, copy it. It's saying my image is too powerful. <laughs> That's Discord for you. <laughs> Very strange. All right. One moment. I'm actually gonna fix that. Oh. Gotta be over 10 MB. I'm just going to save that to pictures, and I'll just drag it in and show. You could you I'm could do uh, Windows Shift S and just screenshot it and paste it on Discord. No, Discord's just silly that way. Like, yeah, I can just. Uh, uh, I, can link to, I can link to it again. No, no, it's all good. Uh, Discord's just silly. If you copy and paste versus save it to your hard drive and paste, uh, the one goes through, the other one doesn't. Either way, so uh, Vidar is just saying, listen, yeah. Beyond clearly was asking the rangers of the north to translate this letter and to see into um, something regarding the well. They can only gather that it's it's got to do with this nightmare, this this lightning storm that's happening, um, and it seems to be uh, there's there's a concealed barrow at the bottom of the well. You know, like, um, and with with the range of the north being up at Angmar, uh, I guess it's up to us. And um, Gore Maddock is just like shoves him from behind on his shoulder, like, "Ah, oh, man, you just like really are you? Do you believe yourself? Like, just listen to yourself. You're just talking a bunch of nonsense, you know? Barrow, mm. well, like." Give me that letter, like, you know, I, I, maybe you got it upside down. And um, Gormata can't read Quenya to save his life. And uh, wh what do you do? So he's, he's basically just told you um, I'll, uh, uh, well, what those letters say. And, and he's kind of also something very important to you. Is he alluding to this, potentially the source of these nightmares that have been splashing over to all the residents? And it, it seems to be coming from the well, and the well is at number 10. What do you say to him? So that, that's uh, Robin, that's uh, John, that's up to you. Yeah, 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 sorry. So could you just recap that again, please? What's... Uh, so, so basically, the, the, there's, there's three letters. Yeah. It all started off with Jadal. Jadal had a letter, and there was Quenya yeah. on, the, on the letter. And it had a, uh. a secret message that... Beyond sent to Butterbird to give to the Rangers of the North. But a similar letter was sit, sent to Vidar, and a similar letter was sent to Gormadoc. Yeah. And they were all supposed to be delivering these letters to the Rangers of the North, because one of the Rangers could translate Quenya and would deal with this issue that was concerning Beyond. And uh, Malin, since the Rangers of the North are absent, they're up in Angmar, has translated the letters and it's read secret well barrow and Vador has, has come to the conclusion that the source of all these nightmares is coming from that well somewhere at the bottom of that well is a concealed barrow because surrounding Breland there are some barrow downs so somewhere along the line underneath Bree itself seems to be a barrow um, oh right okay what well, do you, what do you do? No, this is the, it's obviously related to your your nightmares this is, this is personal yeah. for you yeah, 
And I am aware of, obviously, the well in the center of Bree, right? That's at point 10 on the map? Yeah. And I'd say um, this is the well that the... There's a well in Bree. This is the well that uh, all the villagers use. Um, you don't mean to say it's coming from this well, do you? And Gormadok, once again, just takes any opportunity to shut down the conversation. He says, see, this guy's just wasting his time, and he's just wasting our time. It's like, <laughs> but very proper English. And he's just like, um, <laughs> almost sounds like Tolkien himself speaking, but uh, this, unfortunately, this is, imagine the, a very pompous, arrogant Tolkien. <laughs> and, uh-huh. he, and, he, and he just says, you know, forget this guy. Uh, he's... You know, he's, 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 he's uh, you know, this is, this is not the guy we, we, that'll aid us on our quest. And, and, and now all of a sudden he's talking as if, you know, he believes that there's something happening at the bottom of the well. Oh, interesting. And rude. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with my distinctive feature of suspicious, I would like to eyeball Gormadok for an uncomfortable amount of time. Okay, so you've and got you've got a trait called suspicious, right? Yeah. All right, so, so that's, 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 that's an automatic su- success. Oh, cool. Okay. All right, so you don't need to roll, so you automatically... I look like Dean from my eyeball. All right, I just want to look at what suspicious gives you, because uh, there's game mechanics around. That's why I yeah. like the One Ring. It's very board gamey. Yeah, that's um, cool. All right, and then I want to revert back to Galantha. Alright, suspicious. I'm still still eyeballing him. <laughs> Alright, so it's, you're just staring at him awkwardly. Alright, so page 100, it's got suspicious. And suspicious, you strongly believe in the old proverb that says that he who trusts not is not deceived and live by its own words. So, um, you don't trust Gormadoc, but... Do you how how explain to me how would you use that trait in this situation? That's up to you to use. How would you gain an automatic success using suspicious? What what are you trying to what are you trying to achieve? Well, it doesn't seem to fit. Why? Um, it doesn't seem to add up, right? So I'm trying to understand in my own head why this guy Gormadok, um, who supposedly aligned with us um you know wants to get to the bottom of whatever's going on in this you know this well and the barrow or whatever why is he shutting us down why is he not um why is he not happy or appreciative that someone's coming in to attempt i'm going uh, to reveal help? something pretty substantial to you as, as the gm so you eyeballing uh Cormadoc. and vidar just kind of like lose it and he does a table flip and it's oh. porridge everywhere oh, and he's kind of <laughs> like like Barut Nagal kind of like bah! <laughs> yeah. and he's like sort of slaps you he says like come on laddie um, and he, he, he wants to just get this done he says I I believe in you come uh, we, we've got a quest on our hands you know let's let's just nip this in the bud um, ignore this fool and he points at Gormadok and Gormadok's like kind of like uh, suffocating on his own pompous expression and uh, he says you know this guy has been nothing but dead weight to me since <laughs> he let that wog in to breathe 
that walk took a massive bite out of my, my beard before it ran into the prancing pony. I mean, that's, that's, that's just rude. Um, okay. I say, alright, well, um, I say, I'm at your service, Vidar. Um, so he's like, ah, and he slaps his chest with his fist. He's like, that's what I like to hear. And I'm going to switch over to, to uh, uh, Galantha and Malin. They've come downstairs because you guys have not been speaking quite quietly. It's been quite uh, charismatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Malin is just shaking his head because the place is covered in porridge at this point. And uh, Cole Maddock is in the corner and he's kind of got his chest puffed out. And he 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 he, he kind of like um, storms out. He's offended, and uh, you know, in a little bit of a hissy fit, and he goes and stands outside and smokes his pipe. And Malin says to uh, Galantha, "All right, listen here. Let's cut to the chase. Chase. Um, I have a proposition for you. Embrace yourself, Mark. This is this is uh, beautiful stuff that happened. Okay." Right, I'm gonna do my best to talk you through this. Alright, give me one moment. I have not illustrated Yeah. Okay, so he says that he's been working on on on, on a new design. And he's actually quite emotional. You can sense the emotion. He's speaking to Jadel. Um and he's kind of like at the same time got his finger raised at <laughs> Vidar and and Robin, like like hushing you, like he's he's got business to attend to. And he says, "Listen, you. Someone stole a dagger from him, and it's a dagger from. Uh, let me just make sure I do this right. A south uh, a southron. All right." A Southron dagger that he acquired, he he confiscated from a Southron in all his travels. So it's quite a dark, evil blade. But he's hung onto it because he's he 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 uh, gleams craftsmanship from all different cultures. But someone's stolen this from him, and he would like you and your party to. Uh, get to the bottom of who stole this, this dagger from him. Who knows, maybe it's linked to your very quest that you, you know, investigated. And if you do this, he will fix your bow for you, Galantha. Not only fix, whoa, whoa, not only fix your bow. He's been meaning to, to create a masterpiece. And, and, and um, he can see that your bow was skillfully crafted. And Mark, can you give your bow a name quickly? Your previous bow. Ah, uh, the broken one. Yep. Um, let's call it Ret. R E T. Okay. Give me a moment. So you're gonna hear birds singing outside and the warm rain, you know, tapping on the on the watchtower as Malin just goes silent for a moment 
Ah, red. The red. How it has been squandered. And he mm. lifts it up to the sun shining through the through the window pane. And it, the bow's broken, it's hanging, its limbs are broken, it's a long bow. And I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here, so brace, just bear with me. And I'm going to just look at the time. We've got three minutes hey. to nine. Are you guys all right still? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna go on a on a little rant here. So just I'm trying to get my notes so I do this right. Because Mark's been working towards this. Uh oh. Okay. Malin. says that he's going to fix your bow and he, he goes off in a in a he's still staring off in the distance and he's you can just see this guy is obsessed with craftsmanship and he kind of forgets that all of you are there and he kind of mm. like starts just engaging with himself in conversation about what he's about to do what he's about to create mm. And he starts talking about the first uh, lights of Arda. Um, and something uh, John and Mark knows I'm South African, but John, I don't know, if you can probably tell from my accent. But something, uh, Tolkien is from Bloemfontein, which is... From I've, South man, I've, I've been to Bloemfontein. It's, yeah, I've, oh, I was wow. in South Africa for a year, yeah. Yeah, really good time. So South Africa, yeah. Why did you go to Bloemfontein? For Tolkien? Um, well, I was doing, um, so I was doing like, it was, it was like some of the voluntary service overseas, which my father did in Botswana when he was 18 and again at 27. So, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, your father I, yeah, was South Africa? No, no, no. He just, um, British. He, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's English. Yeah. 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 So that's the um, Africans, uh, cultures, uh, Dutch and British. So yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So Tolkien is from Bloemfontein and then his father passed away and him and his mother moved to Britain. Yeah. A lot of the terminology in Lord of the Rings, uh, not a lot, but some of it, has got Afrikaans, Dutch influence. One yeah, of them, yeah. one of them is... Afrikaans. Yeah, what? Can you Afrikaans parat? No, 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 I probably... You can! You I just can. said I... I literally, no, 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 dude, I only know that one line. Dude! <laughs> if, I was, if I was an elf, I would say, welcome, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Take a seat awesome. at our table. Alright, so Arda. Arda means earth in Afrikaans. Yeah. So Tolkien uses the word Arda for, yeah. for Middle Earth. It's the second term for Middle Earth. Middle Earth as a globe. Arda. Arda. Mm -hmm. And um, there were these two lights, these two lamps that were created at the beginning of time. Iluin, the silver one in the north. And it's very important, Mark, pay attention. The north, above. Yeah. Urmal, the golden one in the south, below. But these were cast down and destroyed by Malkor, which is Sauron's... Uh, uh, what would you call it? Boss. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, his boss. Yeah. His mentor. Okay. 
So after these two lamps are destroyed by Sauron's mentor, Malkor, the Valar, like the elves, went to Valinor and Yavanna and sang into existence two trees. Silver, Talprion, and Golden, Lorilin. Talprion was considered the male and Lorilin the female. So Talprion is the silver on the north. Lorilin is the gold on the south. Alright, so these two trees represent the two lamps. Are you guys with me? Yeah. Uh, uh, please repeat. <laughs> that's all right. I, I'm, 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 I'm writing, but like that's um, okay. Yeah. So there were these two lamps in the beginning of time mm. in Arda. These two lamps were destroyed. These two lamps mm. were Ilion and Urmal. Mm. Okay, they've been destroyed by Sauron's mentor. All right, mm. Melkor. So Ilion. Mm. And Urmal were destroyed. Mm. The elves revived the essence of these two lamps. They produced mm. light in Arda. And they reincarnated them. I don't like the word reincarnated. I'll say re re revived them. As two trees. Calprion and Lorilin. But essentially they are the two lamps that have been revived. Mm. But Malkor, the one who destroyed the lamps in the beginning, Sauron's mentor, enlisted Ongaliant. Oh, Ongaliant. Ongaliant. Yeah. yeah. Ongaliant, the mother of Shelob, to destroy the two trees. So this spider mm. went in there and sucked the light out of the trees. Okay. So she, she, she kind of destroyed the lamps once again. Mm. Again, Yavanna sang, and Nina, uh, what's it, Ninana uh, wept, and they succeeded only in reviving uh, the last flower, and that flower became the moon of Talprion, which is you know the north, and the, the flower from Lorelin became the last fruit, became the sun, which is the south. So you've got these two lamps. They were destroyed by Malkor. They were revived mm. as two trees. They were destroyed. Their fruit were revived and produced the sun and the moon. Are you guys with me? There's three phases. Mm -hmm. Lamps, yeah. yep, yep. trees, sun and moon. Yep. Okay. And as Malin is telling the story, all I can say is Malin is probably got goosebumps at this point, right? He's... I, I, Malin, do you want to just say anything or do you want to describe your character? Because I don't know if you sp suspect what's about to happen. M Malin? Uh, Malin? Sorry, uh, Galantha. Do you have Galantha. any idea what, what's about to happen? No. Okay. <laughs> so this one-eyed, blind Rolling elf fights. has no idea. No do you want to? Yeah, roll insight, man. Please do. Roll insight. Thank you. Okay, I will Thank roll insight. I will roll insight. Wait. So your insight is. Uh, what have you got? You got zero insight. 
Oh, that's inspired. You got inside. I have one. No, have one. You, you should have zero. I'm looking at inside. You got oh, zero. Oh, okay. So I have double. This is supposed to be inspire. Which the one's in? Is the top one supposed to be inspire? I sure? got like two insights. I don't know why I got two insights. All right, I'm gonna go check your character sheet quickly to make yeah, sure that you you've got the one, check. In, the one in the right area. Yeah. Uh -uh. I don't have your stats anymore. Hmm? It's on. It's on Discord. I know. I'm going through the lantern. I don't have a printout of your character stats, so I'm not sure if you've got one in Insight or one in. Inspire. I'll send it. You know, posted? Yep, yep. Campaign there you go. Pre-check? There you go. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know you, I know, I can see your sheet, but I'm just, I'm not sure, uh, Insight and Inspire, okay, so the, the top one's supposed to be Insight and the, I'm going to pull up, um, I'm going to pull up, uh, Robin's sheet, uh, just to see if your layout's correct. Yeah. Well, we know your layout's broken. <laughs> the character's broken. Uh -huh. So there is. It's supposed to be. I don't. I'm going to minimize this. You sp I'll show you what the character sheet's supposed to look like. Um, forgive me for sharing your stats here, Robin. Is that all right? Oh, that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, where do we do it? Yeah. So mark your sheet. This is the order that it's supposed to be in. So you should have inspire, travel, then insight. Yeah. And then after insights, healing, then courtesy. So you've got one in healing, not one in insight. Wait. Let me inspire, travel, inspire, travel, insight. Ah. Uh, so this is healing. Second insights, healing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. So yeah. Okay, I'm gonna roll for inspire then. Um, so not inspire. You're gonna roll inside. Uh, inspire inside. Inside. So that's uh, what have you got? Zero. So it's Zero. Uh, backslash roll. That's all you get. Five. So your target number was fourteen. Some bad rolls. So you have no idea what this guy's ranting on about. I don't know. Nope. Oh, Mark. <laughs> Throwing pulls yeah. to swines. All right. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> Do you even know where that quote's from? Throwing poles no. to swines? Okay, it's a biblical quote. Anyways, uh, and uh, uh, a tip of my hat to Tolkien's Catholicism. All right, so, mm -hmm. all right, so, Malkor recruited the giant spider on Galliant, the mother of Shelob, to destroy the two trees, and mm. but from that they revi uh, revived. Two of the lost flowers, and they made it the sun and the moon. The true light of the trees, before they were poisoned by Ongoliant, so this giant spire sucked the life out of the trees. Before all of that happened, some of the sap was tapped into the silver rolls. So think of think of the the jewel um, that drove the dwarves crazy, which. Uh, Oh, the Arkenstone. Arkenstone, thank you. Yeah. So the Arkenstone is this beautiful jewel. Now the Silmarils, I believe, were even more beautiful. And there were three of them, I think. Three or two of them. Yeah. 
think three. So the sap of these trees were put into these jewels before the spider destroyed the trees. So now that the mm. trees are destroyed and they haven't, their, their last flowers are turning to the sun and the moon. Trees are gone. Their last flowers are turning to the sun and the moon and their light, what remained of them was captured in these Silmarils. There's a whole story about the Silmarils. Read the Silmarillion. You know? But they ended up uh, being cast into, I think, like this, the earth, the sea, and the sky. I, 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 I might have it wrong. But they were cast away eventually because they were kind of like holy gems. And uh, I think Sauron got hold of them and he stole them and they were burning his hand and they were reclaimed. And there's a whole story around this. But either way, they were cast away, these three Silmarils into the into the earth and into the sea and I don't know if it's into the sky into the mountains. Um, a, th a second tree was was eventually made. Um, and let me just have a look here. Without going into a long rant Another tree was made in the image of these trees. So chapter 4. So chapter 1 was the lamps. Chapter 2, after the lamps were destroyed, the trees were made. After the trees were destroyed, the sun and the moon were made. So that's chapter 1, 2, and 3. Chapter 4 is another tree was made in the image of, that, of those trees. And it all boils down to the fact that there's the, the white tree of Gondor is the last heir of these trees. Are you guys with me? So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that yeah. emblem yeah. that Gondor uses is the, the white tree and that's a tree created in uh, like remembrance and in honor and a replicant of those trees from the second phase. Galantha looks at you and says, uh, Amalan looks at Galantha and says that he has wood from the two trees, the original trees, not the white tree, from the original trees. Oh, holy shit. After they were attacked by um, Gol um, on after their light was stolen from them, Tal Perion and Laurelin, uh, and he shows you these two staves of wood, and he says, he will craft you a bow and he takes your broken bow and he breaks off the two ends of it and he just has let me just have a look here I believe it's just the grip and there's another name for the grip just one moment uh, the riser sorry I used to look into um, creating bows many uh, many years ago I've forgotten most of it but my wife does archery and my, my father-in-law's uh, an archer um, um. So he, he takes the, the riser, the grip. This is your old bow. What's the name of the bow again? Ret. Ret. So he's got the handle, the grip, Ret. And he says he's learnt something from the Easterlings. He's interrogated them and he's learnt how to make a recurve bow. Do you guys know what a, a long bow is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you guys what uh, so a long bow 
Uh, let me just pull... A longbow is a single stave of wood. That, that's kind of like an English bow. Okay. Mm. So it's a single piece of wood, uh, a branch or stave that's been turned into a longbow. And you've been very patient, all of you, in this long rant. But essentially, he's learned how to make a recurve bow from the Easterlings. And Easterlings are not friends, um, but he's interrogated and he's learned from, from taking some of them out. He's found their bows and he's learned how to make a recurve bow. Now, a recurve bow is extremely powerful. And to give you some insight, Tolkien's based Middle-earth on our Earth. And Tolkien's written another version of Earth's heritage. So much of what is Middle-earth is our Earth. So Easterlings in some way, in some form, are kind of like the Mongolians. And guess what? The Mongolians did invent the recurve bow. So the Easterlings have invented the recurve bow. And Malin, this weaponsmith, wants to re replicate this. Now a recurve bow, you can make it in a way that it's a collapsible bow. Mm. So it's I'm going to show you what that looks like wow a collapsible bow you can assemble it on demand there's ways you can make it that, that, that you don't need to assemble it but you can also make it that it's assembled now it has this uh, like a little rod so you can see there 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 is ret lying there and I'm going to redraw these also uh, in post draw the recurve bow and draw Rhett and uh, the two trees. So, and here's one last image to show you. Uh, oh, of course, more than one. But essentially... Oh, so that's the handle. Yeah. So, he's going to carve the riser, the grip, with engravings all about um, those first two lamps, those first two trees. And this, 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 he's going to imbue it with a bane for spiders. And it's going to have, it's going to have three abilities. Two, uh, and, and, and um, you'll find these out later, but this is going to be a bow of bows, Mark. Mm. And uh, let me just have a look here. I sent that image to you, and I will just. Let's do this one as well. So, uh, John has been very patient because Mark's built up to this point. So, thank you, John. No, I'm enjoying it. So, there, there's your. Um, the, the different components of the bow that he is, he's describing to you that he's going to make for you. Um, one last image. And as you can see that there's the, 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 that little rod that you drop in to assemble the bow. So, but essentially Mark, this bow is going to be um, broken like you broken mm. but it's going to have a special ability and he, he, he says to you out front what this ability is going to be 
And what is it? I just want to see what the bows. If I put a, I think I have a name for the bow. It's called the Silmarillion bow. Not mucking around. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, the Silmarillion oh. bow, and the mm. top stave. Well, I don't know. If, yeah, the, the the top piece of wood comes from the that first tree. All right. So it comes from Tel Perion, the silver. The bottom stave of the bow comes from Lorelin, the female, the golden. Every time you make once per battle, this this bow is going to have a special ability. That you roll two d12s, not one. You get to keep the 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 highest score, okay. Mm. But if the second, essentially replicating north and south, if it's a success, it calls upon the actual summerals laying in the ocean depths laying in the earth and your arrow will be imbued with light and it'll cause all enemies to lose one point of hate oh snap so regardless if it was a success or a failure that um, weapon ability can only be done once per battle and that's the first ability of the bow it's got two more that you get to learn to uncover as you get to know the bow but okay. first, but first, mm. find out who stole my dagger. All right, I'm done okay. talking. Okay. Uh, is it is it my turn? Yeah, anyone, go for it. Mark, probably more uh, appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, after learning that, um, like Gunther was just. Uh, you know, like, um, what is the perfect word? Um, ready mm -hmm. to jump into this task of retrieving that dagger, whatever it takes. And uh, he tells, he tells Malin, um, I'm going to get your dagger back. Okay, so Malin, Malin says to you that probably the, the first place to check is uh, just go speak to the owner of the Branting Pony, go speak to... Um, Butterbur? Butterbur. Okay. So Malin, Malin refers to him as Butterbur, the owner of the Branting Pony. Mm. Now, um, Robin is present. Robin. Yeah. Do you, do you say anything? Um, I'm just kind of in awe at the story and the... Um, and the offer to create um, a bow out of one of the um, was it the two trees of Valinor right mm -hmm. uh, correct, correct yeah I'm like stunned I say um, you know it seems like our so are our paths aligned at this stage like we need to go well you, you, you want to find out you want to get to the, 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 the bottom of your dreams and that's yeah. leading you towards the well Mark's path is leading him towards finding the dagger and he's sending him back to Badaburg, which is Prancing Pony. What do you do? And uh, by the way, he's referring to Badaburg as the owner, 
where uh, your experience seemed to suggest that Percy was the owner. Yeah, I'll mention it to him. I'll say, um, yeah, Butterbear didn't really seem like himself. Um, yeah, I say it was a bit strange. I noticed that Percy was the one in charge, which isn't like Butterbear at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on there. So Malin shakes his head and kind of sighs. He says, listen, you if you notice anything more out of the ordinary, just report it back to me. Um, yeah, and he'll, he says, I'll explain to you later what that means. But if you notice anything yeah. else more out of the ordinary. But for now, just find out who stole my, my, my dagger. You know, if, that, if, if that's something you choose to do. Um, and Vidar is obviously standing there saying, you know, lad, I, I thought we, we had a deal. Let's go, let's go to that well. Let's, let's take care of this. Like, what's, what's, you know, what's going on? Oh, so we've got two choices here. To either mm -hmm. go to the well or to find the dagger. Mm -hmm. um, oh, decisions. Hmm, what do we do? <laughs> mm. uh, so just metagaming here. Um, is it going to be an issue if we do one quest before another, or is the urgency kind of the same? It's up to you. I'm not going to tell well, you the conclusion. You need to figure out if you get the dagger before going down the well, will that change anything? Or if you go down the well and solve that, will the dagger quest still be available? You need to figure that out. Yeah. You guys can talk to each other at this point. So you haven't introduced each other, yourselves to each other yet. No, don't think we have. Um, I'll say good morning, friend. Um, I am, I am Robin. I'm the gatekeeper. Of, I'm one of the gatekeepers of Bree. And um, where are you looking for this uh, dagger? Or where, where, where are you looking at this dagger um, from? That's, that's uh, Galanto, I, yeah. Yeah, um, I am Galanto of Mirkwood. Uh, I hear you have um, spoken to Butterbur already, so that's where I'm going. And uh, a, bit yeah, well, of, uh, a bit of a bit of a bit of insight about Galanto. Um, Galanto is like pretty um, untrusting, a bit. So he wouldn't know that yet. So do you? Do you uh, he wouldn't know yet. Do you, um, Robin, do you want to make maybe make a roll for me just to see uh, what you assess from from? Would that be insight? Insight yeah. roll just to see what you gleam from this Galanther fella. Yeah. Slash <laughs> roll three. There's okay. a fifteen mm -hmm. with a the tangwar. Okay. So you've if you've uh, you've put a. a You've got a. Okay, I'm. I'm going to tell you that because when you invoke a trait, that's something you have to do. By yeah. choice, you choose to do that. But if you hit a, a, a great success, that's something that I'm just going to notify you of. You did hit a great success, so you automatically get the first pip, the first grade, or the first level of skill groups experience point under perception. Okay, cool. So what do I do with that? There's, so I'm looking at skill groups, perception. And so the first star, you color that one in. What is the last star you colored in? Was that also perception when you used the was, trait? Yeah, that was the third star you said. Yeah. So you've got two, two experience points you've just unlocked in this session. Oh, cool. So the, just, just to guide you guys as players, the more you request to do a role, the more chances you have 
gaining experience. The more stronger your character will be once you spend that experience. Cool. So and what happens when I unlock all three? Then, at the end of the, the this camp, no, I wouldn't say campaign. End of this 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 quests, you know, this before we go to the next fellowship phase. So I guess this mini campaign. Um, at the end of it, you get to spend three experience points, uh, along oh, cool. with along with experience yeah. points that I will grant you based on one per session and possibly yeah. any bonuses yeah. based on performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like the leveling thing. Cool. Mm -hmm. Ah, awesome. Okay, yeah, I get it. So you've got an automatic uh, six, uh, you've got a 10-1 rune and you've got 15, so you've passed, you don't need to spend hope. Uh, you've yeah. rolled insight, so you just see that... Uh, I will tell you what you see and then you can tell me how you respond, but basically you see a, a very dark character. Um, almost tormented. Like the owls that were tormented and turned into orcs. Mm. What do you make with that information? Well, where, where where did I see the dark character? Is it like in my mind's eye, or is it no? Like you in just you observing Galanta, this broken, oh. broken individual, in need of light. Oh, okay. Well, my heart goes out to the guy, and um, I'm like taken aback by um, kind of the weight of his of his history, and. Um, I say, Vidar, um, I will, I will accept your quest, but first, um, I'm going to offer my, um, first, I'm going to offer my services to uh, Galantar, and I say, Galantar, would you like me to assist you in your quest? Galantar, um, just, uh, just took a good look at um, Robin. And, and, and he nodded and, and he said um, any assistance would uh, would greatly help okay who's that oh sounds freaking awesome <laughs> <laughs> wicked all right so um Padar says fine ladies and he says um, he suggests you go and speak to th there's an old lady uh, she looks well beyond her years you know this poor lass she, she's probably like supposed to be you know 20s but she looks like she's you know approaching 40s 50s her mm -hmm. hair's graying you know her skin's wrinkling her voice is becoming rasp her hands it's a bit of like arthritis appearing on her knuckles. It says, you'll know when you see her. She's got uh, one green eye and one blue eye. She resides in the Prancing Pony. Go speak to Ooh. her. Maybe she'll know something about this stolen dagger. Ooh, I get goosebumps. Ooh. And I say um, to Galanthiel. Is it Galanthiel? Galanthor. Galanthor. Uh, yeah, I say, um, I say, yeah, perhaps our fates are intertwined. And uh, I say, come, I have, I have uh, much to explain to you. Okay, so you guys make your way. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Stop me at any point if this is not what you want. But 
Um, you're probably going to make your way off to the Prancing Pony because that's your uh, point of uh, destination given to you by Madar. Mm. So you yeah. guys are moving from three to uh, Prancing Pony was again six. So we're looking at oh, the yeah. green map. So you guys are moving. Sorry, guys, I'm just going to take a, just a, a two-minute bite. Also, I'll be right back. Yeah, likewise, I'll be right back. Yeah, sure. everyone back yeah I'm here yeah sorry just go back okay just give me a moment I'm just putting some prawns in my mouth <laughs> that is such a strange sentence forget I said that prawns uh, <laughs> that's so funny every time I hear um, prawns in a South African district accent nine. I think district 9 yeah camera <laughs> you prawn I'll sort you out you know what I'm saying I'm telling you <laughs> you want a sweetie? A sweetie. <laughs> come here, I'll give you a sweetie. I'll give you a sweetie. Come, come to me. Come here, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Cat food. Yeah. Cat food. Well, I was listening nice. to you guys. Well, I was listening to the whole... Um, like, while well, 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 Robin was talking to um, the Hobbit and Dwarf, I was sketching. I'll, I'll share it with you guys. <laughs> what I oh, sketched. Oh, wicked, bro. Wicked. Oh, man. So guys, we've got about a half an hour left. Are you, are you able to put, see it through? Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Man, how'd you sketch that so fast? Man, you guys are so talented. Holy crap. <laughs> no, thanks, man. I'll just, like, loosen me. That's oh. ah, so cool. Thanks, man. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, you post a pregame? Oh, nice. Nice, Mark. Nice. Oh, I shared a pre-game. Okay. Mm, good. Stunning. Yeah, so you got you got um, Gormadok and Vidar, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> the eye. The eye. The eye. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. So, Jadel yeah. um, is still in the, the Watchtower, but you just hear him. You just hear a and he's throwing up in a bucket upstairs. Yeah. He is Jadal? Yep, that's Jadal upstairs. You guys just completely forgot about your mate. Okay. Well, Robin has never met him before. Yeah, no, he hasn't. No. I'm gonna say that maybe you you guys share uh, knowledge about him after you hear him throwing up, um, regurgitating in a bucket, and. Um, so he has not adjusted well to the effects of that nightmare storm, that purple haze of lightning. Mm. So he's upstairs and he won't be joining you. Mm. So you guys are going to make your way to Prancing Pony. Yeah. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. Go. We'll speak to Butterbro once. So as yeah, you guys are leaving, go mad at away. Can yep. I can I just mention to something to Galanta mm, yeah. as well? Um, yeah. I talk about the dream, and I say that I, I tell him about this lady that I said I, I had goosebumps when he mentioned this lady because um, I saw her in my visions, and I told him about the visions, like the nightmares and so on. Mm. Okay. So, uh, Mark, do you understand anything that that uh, out of character now that John is talking to you about? Do you understand what we're talking about? 
the 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 lady. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. I was I I I I think I dropped in at the uh like just. Like, just oh, after. Yeah, that's right. So go, yeah. go for it, go for it, John. As maybe as Robin, maybe talk to him. Yeah, I. So Robin, um, so if I speak speaking to Robin, I'll say. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I was. Um, so I've, I've, you know, I've grown up in Bree, my whole life. I've never had a reason to leave Bree. Um, mm. I've always been happy at my post, like the, you know, keeping keeping the gate. Um, but I've had dreams that became nightmares that became more intense and uh, more detailed and then eventually became um, visions and uh, in one of the visions I saw a lady um, with those features like the um, her hair was the same her skin was the same she had um, different colored eyes um, so you can imagine that when I heard Vidar um, talk about this lady at the Prancing Pony mm. seems like our um, yeah, it seems like our it seems like our journeys lie in the same path. Right. Okay. Okay. So as you guys are leaving, uh, Malin says, uh, uh, says, he listen, yeah. He knows that Vidar says you guys should go speak to that old lady. Her name's actually Myrtle, by the way. Myrtle. Yeah. Yeah. Myrtle. Okay. And um, there are three other people you might want to interrogate and, and question that he suspects is Tom the Clumsy. That's a very large uh, body. Come here to see the horses. A hard and cruel man with a limp. Mentha Burrows. A healer whose medicines border on the dark arts. She's rather short. Mm -hmm. Even for a shy hobbit. An arty, a Brelander gardener who smells like spring but is anything but unpleasant. Struggling with a gambling problem, a man will punch anyone who just looks at him funny. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've got four characters. You've got Myrtle. Yeah. So she's Where the, she's the young lady that looks old. Yeah, she's got two color eyes. The young lady that looks old, Myrtle. Is that sorry? What you were saying there, uh, John? Um, yeah, I was just saying if we could make a note of this. Where can we make a note of this? Uh, anywhere. Yeah, uh, just just uh, campaign, uh, pre-game pre yeah, chat content. or, or pre yeah, content. Yeah, the campaign content. Yeah, cool. So, so we'll say these are people of interest. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll post it there for you guys. Oh yeah, if you post it, that's that's better. Yeah. Alright, I just want to put my music back on. Is that mine? Is that my music coming through? No, 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 no. I'm just want to put my music back on, sorry. I had some music mm. on and I forgot to put like, my phone in and it just died. Joys. That's fine, I'll go to history and replay. I'm listening to that same soundtrack that you were listening to, that uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Oh, nice. It's good, right? Mm. Like the uh, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my guitar is nice. Alright. Okay, so you guys make your way to Prancing Pony, is that good? Yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm reading it now. The characters. Okay. 
Alright, so you got four suspects. So on the way to Prancing Pony, you walk into uh, Butterbur. Sorry, these suspects mm. are... Or these suspects are... The, the dagger. The dagger. Yeah. Alright. And do we know why they... Why they were suspected as... Well, yeah, why they were identified as... Tom the Clumsy is, is a cruel man and he's just come to Bree. And mm. he, the suspicion just around his presence. He's just this giant of a man and he's cruel. Yeah. So that... that has marked him and shortlisted him as, as a suspect. Myrtle, there's just some evil attacker and and something's going on with this 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 young old lady. Mantha Burrows is a healer who's bordering on the dark heart, so maybe she yeah. stole the dagger for you know evil purposes. Um, and Artie is just everyone's just constantly Artie's just not the fan favorite around Bree. Artie is just the name that comes up often. Artie is just a bit of bad news. He's the guy that will mm. cause trouble. He's the guy you do not want over f uh, at, at your birthday celebrations because he will make it unpleasant. He's just yeah. a troublemaker. Okay. Okay. Well, on the way to the Prancing Pony, um, I would like to maybe walk past, uh, maybe just to go past one of the um, gatehouses and see if any of the watchmen are on duty. Because I assume I would know these people, right? So yeah, yeah. I could maybe get some in info about um, like some of the goings on, if they've uh, maybe put word out that like a dagger has been sold. Or is this like kind of a hush-hush type thing? Uh, that's up to you. You guys didn't ask, so really yeah, we did. you're, you're discerning. Well, I'll, I'll mention it then to Galantar. Um, I'll say... Um, I can put a word out with the watchman uh, to keep an eye out if they see anything. They see anything suspicious, suspicious. or yeah. yeah, if they have heard any rumors about someone who's got like a missing, uh, if they've someone who's got a dagger, they can keep a, an eye out. They can ask around and report back to me. What do you think, or is it a hush-hush uh, type thing? Okay, um, Oliver, um, mm -hmm. just confirming um so is this with the assumption that both me and robin know these characters no you guys don't know them at all so 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 we don't know them at all mm. yeah so they're all new to brie i see okay um mm. let me think well malin has suggested you guys speak well didn't um, mm. I think Maiden, Maiden told you the suspects, but Bedar suggested you speak to Myrtle first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, um, I put my, uh, uh, I put, uh, Glanthier places his, um, his hand on Robin's shoulder and says, "We need to keep this um, to ourselves first. We don't want to um, alert other people with this." With this mission okay gotcha so i suggest uh we speak to butterbur um at once like immediately butterbur yeah. or or myrtle hmm? who are you guys gonna go speak to butterbur or myrtle butterbur okay. galanthier suggested butterbur 
Yeah. But 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 we're gonna pass by Myrtle, right? Because yeah, Myrtle yeah, is also is is, st is also still in um, Prancing Pony. You'll have to see. Okay. All right. All right. So did 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 Robin agree? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm happy to follow your lead on this one. This is um. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. So you guys, um, I'm gonna just do. A, uh, I won't get into that right now. I'm just gonna streamline this for the sake of time. And one moment. Walking into the, you guys walk across this open field, and it's. You hear the, the birds um, singing, and it's such a stark contrast for uh, both of you. Um, Robin, your nightmares you've been experiencing. Galanta, the nightmare you lived. Mm. And uh, literally, uh, there's still a light trickle of this, you know, summer rain. And everyone's just you know, hustling and bustling in Bree. You just chatter in the distance. Just open space, our space, our sound travels. You can see that um, at a glance you probably wouldn't tell that, that the Breelanders are suffering from some kind of ailment. Everybody. But yeah, there's, there's a hint of it, but you know, they're all smiling and, and they kind of hardy folk, so to to the layman eye, you wouldn't tell the difference. And you kind of make through the hustle and you uh, arrive to Bree um, uh, in the Prancing Pony. Do you guys enter? Mm. What? Sorry? Do you enter the Prancing Pony? Because that's where Myrtle was seen last. That's where Vidara suggested Myrtle is, but that's actually where um, Badabur is. But I, I say to I say to Galantha as we as we're crossing the threshold, I say keep your wits about you. Um, there's something something's awry in this place. Something doesn't doesn't feel right. So do you want to do uh, a roll? Yeah. Okay. I, do you, you want to do I, awareness? Uh yeah, I'll so roll awareness. Awareness. How much is you awareness? Both of us. Both of us. Uh, it's up to you, Mark. You can decide if you want to roll awareness. I think you should. Oh. Yeah, you uh, can. I, you will, can. I will. I will. Cool. I've got zero in awareness, so okay. backslash roll. Just slash roll. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, sorry. I have three. Okay. So oh. the target number is fourteen. Oh, so right. uh, Robin failed. Yeah, three. And Mark oh, succeeded. So Mark, just just for yeah. for for game sake, can you just add? Uh, if you haven't already, uh, mm. a star. Uh, just check on your character sheet. Um, your your character under well, was awareness. So that's skill groups is perception. Can you add mm. a one to that first zero on your character sheet, please? So it's now a one. Okay. The second zero. The first zero. Oh, okay. So that reset. Yes, I had. No, one you've got one. one under custom. You've got one under custom. Am I no, looking? it's. Well, I'm under not looking perception. at the. Uh, then I'm looking at the wrong sheet. Sorry. 
so you've really <coughs> got you've got one there, so you can't see this. This is where it comes in. Mark can't. I was looking at the wrong character sheet. Sorry. Uh, you've mm. already you've already uh, gained one uh, advancement point for a great success, so you can't gain mm. another one. So unfortunately, okay. you don't get any experience from this, but you do pass with a great success. Not uh, extraordinary success, but so. I'm going to ask Robin to explain how his character fails in perception, and I'll tell him what the negative effect of that is. So let's start there. Yeah. So off to you, Robin. So I'm explaining how I fail in my perception? How you failed, yeah. Oh, right. Well, um, I walk in, and I guess I'm looking for um, for some sign of what I saw before, either like... Um, I wasn't really sure. I just think it didn't look right about Percy or Butterbur, but um, I think my pipe is is smoking a little bit too hard. <laughs> and uh, in my in my hazy days, um, and I'm I'm unable to see uh, anything clearly uh, in the in the tavern itself. Okay. So the no negative more. effects of that is because okay. you're not very perceptive. The negative effects is you probably probably not going to notice something and I'll elaborate later what that is. But um, yeah, I'll explain to you what that is later. Okay, Mark, explain to you how you successfully perceive the surroundings. And I'll tell you what the success looks like. Because what you you were trying to achieve is awareness, right? You, you were trying to be aware. Yeah. Well, yeah. did you guys roll? You rolled awareness, right? So yeah. So how yeah. are you aware in the in this in the situation? I'll tell you what you've achieved, but describe that to me. Yep. So um. So this was just like a few seconds after Robin told me to like keep your wits about you, mm. <laughs> and then uh, Robin almost gave away our position because of was it the smoke yeah 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 his eyes if you ever smoked a cigarette if you get some smoke in your eye it can really burn yeah so i i quickly i don't know how i how i did it like um with some like elvish swift move i uh put out the smoke grab hold of um Robin and told him to like you know like um, he's down on that pipe <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'm gonna say that um, your awareness role helped you to notice um, Myrtle mm, okay so Myrtle's Myrtle's there yeah yep so Galanthia so there's, there's remembered Myrtle. there's yeah. Myrtle there's the old yeah. lady with a green eye and a blue eye yeah. So ha have, a, have a look at the campaign content. Oh yeah. So there's the old lady with the green eye and the blue eye. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that a new art? <laughs> nice cool. one. Thank you. So I've drawn Myrtle. So that's your old lady with the green eye and a blue eye. Yeah. No Myrtle's hot. So <laughs> playing on that word of old lady, Galantha knows <laughs> that she's not an old lady. 
This yeah. individual that looked like she was in her early 20s, but struggling with severe aging and gray hair and wrinkles and arthritis, it seems to have lifted. And mm -hmm. you looking at this young um, individual, there's Myrtle. Mm. Could this be her mm. daughter? Um, now Galantha's picking up on this, but mm. Robin mm. is completely clueless. He does mm. not yeah. pick up on this at all. Because Galantha saw sees, her. He just see, when Robin when just he sees first it. Got in. Yeah, Galantha's awareness picks up on her, and he kind of mm. starts joining the dots. Like, hold on, is this Myrtle? Is this Myrtle's daughter? And um, Robin's completely clueless, and Robin actually mm. uh, walks straight up to Butterbur. So, what, yeah. who who wants to take a cue? Um, who wants to? Do you wanna? What's what's happening? You guys can discuss who's gonna take a turn here. Um, I'll follow your your lead, um, uh, Mark. Yep. Yeah, so, um, so Galanthier quickly recognized that, um, like, this lady at the front of the prancing pony. Um, Galanthier saw saw her when he first entered the prancing pony. Um, but. Um, like, like she showed some like youthfulness to her, and that's clearly not what he remembered. So, so that became so Myrtle, like like that lady, became um, one of uh, Galanthier's. I wouldn't call suspects, but um, like I wanna question her. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? Maybe that will lead me to um, to something important. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys want to do? Who's making an action here? Who's? What you want to do? Uh, I would like to approach Myrtle before Butterbur. Okay. All right. Mm. So the fact that you've you've succeeded in your awareness role and the fact that uh, Robin's you know uh, agreed to this uh, go for it. What do you you approach Myrtle? So do you, can you do an insight or a law role for me, Mark? Target number lore? fourteen. Insight or law? You choose. Insight. Let me see. Lore. I'll go with lore. Okay. So, just backdash <coughs> roll and how many skill Three. ranks you have. Yeah. Yeah. Target number Three. 14. Okay. So, 19. you succeeded that. So, you've got one additional advance, uh, one additional uh, advanced dice. Um, assistment, like uh, assist, assistance dice. Um, mm. So you can use that if you want to in this conversation. Uh, what you like she's not a. What 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 race is she? Is she a, 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 a hobbit? You, oh. I'm not going to make you roll for this because the sake of fluidity. No, just um, she's human. Um, she's a Breedlander. She's human. Okay. Um. Okay. So I approached her, and I quickly said yeah, that. Humans don't age backwards, so drop the act. What's going on? Like, like, I asked mm. her, what's going on? That's right. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> uh -huh. you, you got John in the background, like, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are hilarious, man. Oh, it's so good. Backing my friend up, you. You're backing him up, like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Right, what's up? <laughs> yeah. That ain't right. And, man. and 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 keep keeping and, and staying with Galantier is like, um, I wouldn't say like rude, but is it just like super straightforward and really serious? So he didn't he didn't even bother asking for the name. So he went directly saying like, okay, drop the act. What's going on? Okay. 
So, I'll say that her beauty does startle you a bit and it's going to make any rolls against her a bit tougher. So you're target number 16 now, not 14. Okay, so what what am I rolling for? No, you haven't rolled yet. So you, okay. you you've all, you've you've basically just interrogated her. So I guess you can roll persuade. Uh, it's definitely not inspire. It's not courtesy. It's not mm. insight. It's not awareness. It's not all. So I'll say persuade. Yeah, I think it's you're trying persuade, to persuade yeah. her to tell to tell the truth to spill the beans. Okay. So roll roll your persuade for me. You're talking number sixteen because of her beauty. It's kind of. I like, I like how uh, even if it's Galantir, like it's none of Galantir's business to po poke his nose around. <laughs> but yeah, okay, let's try for rolling for pursuing. Okay, that didn't work. Okay. <laughs> are you so are you are you are you happy? You good there? Hmm? Oh, can. Do I, can I roll for another? Uh, Oliver, you need to guide me. <laughs> okay. You have hope you can spend, and you did gain an, uh, an, an, um, that assistance dice. Okay. So you can so roll. roll um, what is Navi? I think it's. Uh, is it. Is it force? Force slash old. Backslash Navi. Uh, yeah. So if you want to just say backslash roll um, uh, one. Backslash, backslash roll one to get an additional yeah. dice to see what your D6 gives you. Uh, okay. So you just. What did you say? Oh, no, no. Sorry. Uh, uh, backslash bonus. Sorry. Backslash bonus. Uh, backslash you you wish that was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Black slash bonus, you rolled another one. So in total you have three. And if you spend hope, you were doing uh, persuade. So what's your wit score? Let's have a look at your wit score. Your wits is wits. six. So even if you added if you spent hope and yeah. you added your wits to this roll. Yeah. yeah. So you it would have three plus six, you're nine, you're far from sixteen. So you fail to interrogate this lady. Yeah. Oh, she's tough to crack, hey. Mm. Mm. Okay. okay. Alright. So, I think so she, this, she, I she, think she doesn't... She's, she's, she's more for Robin. So exp <laughs> explain, explain to me how, how you fail at that role. And I'll tell you what, um, what the consequences are. How would this go about? Um, okay. So, so after um, asking her like to, to, to drop the act, ask her what's what's going on. She just, uh, she just like um, bowed her head and then turned no, the other you, way. No, you you can't control her. Just tell me. I I can't. Mm -mm. Uh, just okay. tell tell me how you fumbled, how her beauty struck uh, you. How I, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. this is about her beauty. Um, how will I describe this one? Um, so Galanthier just uh just for some reason just uh. Mumbled like. <laughs> Do you come here often? Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? Words. Yeah. Yeah. 
instead of like um, interrogating her, like um, asking the correct questions, he he just asked her, "Ah, so what are you doing here?" So, uh, Myrtle. She's quite kind of disgusted and and offended and she kind of like screeches like get away from me don't touch me and she storms, Must be there. and she storms out of um, the prancing pony ooh brutal <laughs> okay so she kind of like just casts you off and everyone's looking at you now like like you just arrest this this this, this you know beautiful young young lady you obviously you know uh, yeah. Making eyes at her, and she's just not interested in you're not getting getting the, the drift. So mm. um, Percy Percy will will just you know shut up from the corner, saying, "Hey, listen here, um, whatever your beef is, you know, just chat to Butterbur. He'll hook you up with with the draft. Um, just settle down, and you know make your peace. Just leave my 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 patrons alone." Hmm. Mm. I see okay. this interaction and I start charging up my suspicious eye. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the eye. Yeah. Um so hang on, where where is her picture? Um I'd like to just take a moment. Uh, so as a gatekeeper you become very good at um looking at like people watching, right? And mm -hmm. Mm. like judging their intentions or what their motives might be or if they're trying to cause any trouble mm -hmm. um so i'm wondering if i could get any insight into um like why why she's here like i'm naturally suspicious of yeah sure. do, do an insight roll just um your target number 16 she's quite striking so you, you guys are all struggling with this a bit okay <laughs> cool my insight is three Okay, so I got into the content, sorry. Yeah, you got this, line. Robin. Roll three. Oh, 16. Oh. Look at that. So, just okay. remember, you've got a, a failure join the dots. That who yeah. she is. Yet. You just see an attractive woman. You don't yeah. think of her as Myrtle. So, okay. you've, got, you've got a 10-1 room. So, uh, just have you got you've you've done uh you've got your first uh, your first uh advancement point under perception already correct under skill groups yeah i think i've got two two advancement points there one for the third one you've unlocked using your traits and the first one using by getting a great success with with a six yeah all right so you've got another one now which you can't use because you've already you've already got a, a success previously so you've already unlocked that that skill points you can't do it again okay so each of those each of those stars like in like position the, the position one star mm -hmm. and two star three so they all mean something right yeah so the first one is one six in a row the second one is two sixes in a row the third one is when you when you invoke a trait and explain how that oh, trait helped you cool okay got it got it got right. it so you have oh. passed uh and and you've passed your role uh, hmm. and uh you 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 glean information about her uh, regarding when she arrived, and and you can assess that you saw her enter the gate on on your own watch, and mm -hmm. that was when um, 
when this, this the nightmares started um, and when the storm started but you do recall that that she was struck by it and and um, hurt by it um, she was struck by the lightning yeah yeah but uh, this 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 nightmare this this dreamlike thunderstorm that happens at night that you haven't seen yourself but you've seen in your dreams um, yeah has negatively hurt her like you've seen her age um, in front of you um, you still mm -hmm. haven't draw, drawn the conclusion that this is the woman from your from your nightmares but you do know yeah. that you you coincide her arrival with these nightmares but you at the same time also know that uh, you've seen the effects of these nightmares on her and you've seen her age. yeah okay cool you want to explain anything you want to role play any of that no just check my character sheet to see if I'm married. Oh <laughs> 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 um, no, that's cool. Um, well, I, s I look over at Galanthal and say, um, have you met old Butterbury yet? No. Um, okay, cool. Well, maybe I'll, I'll take, um, take my elf friend over and um, introduce him to to Butterbur. Okay. Barleyman. Barleyman oh. Butterbur. Okay. Butterbur. So Butterbur um is is you know got a bit of the shakes from someone that probably drinks a bit too much. He needs he needs his next drink and he's got a bit of the shakes and um, he's got that you know you can see his his bowel is bothering him and he's a bit sweaty on his forehead. But he's just pushing through the day because he knows when his shift ends, he can just get back to business. You know? Yeah. And uh, someone enters, and uh, just give me a moment here to make sure I deliver this correctly. So, as you see him getting the, the shakes and, and, and struggling, you have this character. If you go to, uh, oh, no, I pasted it in the wrong area. Not bad. You have this character uh, approach Butterbur and say, listen, yeah, there's something wrong with your horse. You must come see immediately. Something happened to your horse um, uh, during the night. Oh wow! So there's an illustration there under content. Um, Who's that? You came into Telfer. Um, you don't know his name yet, but he's come. Uh, he's a very, very large man, and he's quite gruff and and to the point. Can you guys see the illustration? Yeah, drew? you're dealing with the art, Oliver. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, I did yeah, a drawing yeah. of this chap. You'll find out who he is soon. Mm. Um, Mark Mark draws with me on Sunday evenings and he, he pesters me to see my drawings and yeah. I refuse because ah. I know he's playing the same campaign and I'm like sorry Mark you're part of the campaign you can't see the drawings <laughs> so he's been waiting a while to see some of these so there you go that's yeah. cool yeah it's been a hard no every time he asks I'm like no to your face Mark yeah <laughs> quite a painful experience 
<laughs> so this chap, uh, um, Butterbur turns around and says, Listen, Tom, uh, take me there straight away. Uh, and, you know, what do you guys do? Uh, Butterbur and Tom leaves around the corner to go and investigate what's just happened to his horse overnight. Something drastic and, and dreadful has happened to his horse. So whose horse did this happen to? Butterbur's horse. Butterbur's horse? During, during the night, something happened to his horse. Mm. Can, I, can I? Can I? Look. Okay. Um. So first, Galanthier's first like reflex reaction was about uh, he he was just like about to grab um, Butterbur's collar and just um, talk to him about the uh, dagger. But seeing as this horse is just like outside, mm -hmm. so. Um, Galanthier is also curious to, 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 to see what's going on. Okay. What do you say, Robin? Are you guys going to follow him? Just, like, just as a crowd starts forming outside for the stables? Yeah, I think we should... I think we should... Uh... Yeah, I think we should go and watch. Okay. So, going outside and going to the stables to perceive what's happened, you, you, you gather that this chap is uh, Tom the Clumsy. Let's come to speak to Butterbur. Because something's wrong with his horse. Something dreadful. Ah, so that's the large birding. Okay. Something dreadful's happened to Butterbur's horse during the night. Mm. The horse is not well. And you get to the stables, and the horse is alive, but tossing and turning and um, clearly in pain. Kalantha, anything from you, sir? So, so the horses are restless, do you mean? This one individual horse. But something this happened to it during the night. But it's still alive, but it's in pain. Anything from you? This couldn't be the horse that I slit the throat, right? Anything? Um, what do you say? What do you want to do? Um, this brings back like a like a like a flashback of the horse that I slit outside. Uh, like there's a horse that I slit the th its throat <laughs> outside of Prince <laughs> Pony. You're swallowing oh, your no. words, there, Mark. <laughs> You're struggling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm stumbling with my words. Oh no. Um. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, yeah. Cause that's like one of like. Cause that's the episode where I I completely <laughs> just went bonkers. <laughs> and yeah, so 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 seeing that restless horse reminds me of that experience. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not yeah. the same horse, though, right? We have yet to find out. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But uh, Galanthier's hands were like were, were like um like stiffened and then shaking. So Mark, at the same time. do an uh, insight roll. Uh, target number ten. Insight roll. Oh, it's zero. Okay. Oh, Ten, nailed mm. it. So Mark's looking at the horse and it's he sees something familiar in the horse's eyes. Oh no. And he, he recognizes that it's the, the very same horse that the Wraith was riding. And because the Wraith was riding it and Mark tried to acquire the horse, but he couldn't acquire the horse. And in frustration he murdered the horse. But here, 
I was a race riding in it. Just like that strange event that you told Malin about, that the fact that um, Butterbur doesn't seem to be the owner of the Prancing Pony. The same, similar thing is happening here. Um, not only is Myrtle younger, but this What do you mean, sorry? So, Butterbur, uh, you've seen that Percy is the owner of the, the Prancing Pony, and you mentioned that to Malin when you were at the Watchtower, and he said, if you notice anything strange, just come let me know. So anything strange that happens, he asked you to let him know, apart from you finding out who the, the, the thief of the dagger is. By you mentioning that, that Percy seems to be the owner of, of or, or in charge of uh, Prancing Pony instead of Butterbur, Malin, the High Elf, the, the weaponsmith, said, if you guys know, notice anything else strange, come let me know. Uh, mm. So you've noticed not only Percy in charge of the Prancing Pony, but you've noticed... Mm. This young lady potentially be should have been an old lady, mm. and you've noticed a dead horse who's now somewhat alive. Have a look at campaign content. There's a picture of a horse, and that's the horse cool. gives birth. The horse was not in anguish. Wow, that's it was crazy. Anguish, but it actually gave birth, and the horse that gives birth to has a strange. Uh, uh, Um, milky white eye, like yours, Valentha. Oh, what is going on? Wow, weird. Mm. So there's a, just a drawing of uh, uh, the horse that uh, Galantha slayed in the previous campaign. is is alive, surprisingly, and uh, <laughs> instead of anguishing in pain, it, the horse he killed was actually pregnant. Wow. And okay. it gave birth. So there's a drawing of the horse and its calf that I drew. Okay. So I looked at um Robin. Cause there's a chance that we're we're in a trance or in a spell or something, because something's not going like something's not right. Yeah, time is being weird. Yeah. I reckon we head back and report this to um, the high elf. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys, uh, his name? Mil Milan, Milar, Malin. Malin. Yeah. 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 So yeah. as yeah. you guys are making your way back, I'm trying to see where did I put that. Um, someone points out that uh, I believe it's it's Tom Bombadil. Not Tom, Tom Bombadil, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, Butterbur. Butterbur says, listen here. Um, you, you weren't to ask me something. Um, is, you, you had a question for me? And he's, he's kind of one eye still on the horse, but he's looking at you like, weren't you, you, you wanted to ask me something? Oh, Butterbur? Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to end. Uh, if I want to engage this guy at the moment, because I need more answers. Because yeah. if I do, I might, I might just like kill him if I find out he's like something. <laughs> Galanthir is just not stable, man. Uh, but what do you think, Robin? You know, you, you know this elf. Go for it, Robin. You're, you're, go, you're with go with your gut. Go with your gut, Robin. Go with your gut. You've okay. let. Uh, you've let. Uh, Galantha, take a couple of leads. What, what, what do you yeah, think? Sure. Well, I, I look at Butterbur and I say, um, I say Butterbur, you and I have 
known each other a while. Hmm. Um, what's... Is something going on? What's... What's going on here? I... have heard about... Storms? Um, now I'm seeing horses come back to life? Um, what's the deal? Like, now you're no longer in charge of the Prancing Pony? And, like... he, and he's, he's rather, like... He looks at you confused, like... And then he just... You know, he's, he's, he's rather insecure, he's still got the shakes, and he, his patience is low. And he said, uh, Lucien, I don't have time for games. Um, you, you had a question? Uh, uh, you, you started saying something about, you, you came here to ask me about something? Ah, uh, yeah. Now, out of game, um, what was the question that we were going to ask him again? Was it about the dagger? Yep. Yeah. 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 I say, uh, look, um, my elf friend and I are looking for uh, a dagger that was has gone missing or has been stolen. Um, we have a lot of new characters uh, in Bree. A lot of um, uh, strangers recently staying at the tavern. Have you seen anything? Anyone acting suspiciously? Anything we should anything we should know about? And um, I maybe mentioned the names to him as well. Okay. Uh, so other people. Yeah, sure. Like so, Myrtle, Arm, yeah. Men, and Artie. So he just waves his hand like this. this you know, uh, he, he's, he's got no qualms. That anyone he doesn't want to start trouble. He doesn't want to go accuse anyone. But he has heard rumors uh, that someone has been was seen in the in the dark of night um, leaving the watchtower. And I'm going to just tell you something quickly. So scroll up. Okay. And. Uh, the the person let me just make sure I do this right. The person didn't seem of large stature. It was in the sh the shade of night and they were fleeing, but they didn't seem of large stature because the the entrance they came through was uh, the watchtower's window, and uh, someone of you know someone had to be either of Breland build or 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 smaller to put through there. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Well, so it wouldn't be Tom the Clumsy. Well done, guys. Um, could be potentially RT. He's a Brelander. Mentha is of short stature. Yeah. Um, and obviously Myrtle. You guys are playing well. I'll just give you that. Well done. Um, I, I, my gut says it's Mentha, but um, I used Mentha from the beginning, but um, I think we need to investigate a little bit more. Mentha or Myrtle? Mentha is the 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 yeah, healer. The, the healer. Okay, the dark arts healer. Yeah. Your but she's says, Hobbit, right? She's short. Yeah, uh, she she is short. Yeah, what does it say there? Mentha, Burrows, yeah, Healer, Dark Arts, uh, Shire, yeah. Hobbit. All right. But I, yeah, I think we need to investigate more. I think we need to... Uh, Do you want to talk to anyone there? Um, did we try talking to Myrtle? No, she didn't. No, we haven't. Right. Yeah, you guys talked to her and, and Mark, Mark tried to pull some moves with the sounds of it, the way she reacted. Uh, smooth. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, Starstruck. He was he started oh. simping big time. What time? What time? What time of day is it now? I'll tell you. Uh, it was morning, so it's probably afternoon by now. Uh, okay. Give me one moment, and I think you've asked a very valid question. Uh, Alright, uh, the, the, that rain has stopped. It's now cloudy outside. So the cloud is kind of uh, blocking out that warm sun that you were experiencing earlier. So now it's just, it's bright, but all that warmth that was touching your skin, uh, that, that you were soaking up, has kind of dissipated. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like... Uh, uh, let me have a look at the time here. So I've got a time here for you. It's uh, between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. So probably between 10 and 12 p.m. 12 a uh, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 10 a.m. and oh. 12 p.m. Yeah, so between 10 and, and noon. Okay. Do you wanna, late, do you late, late morning. Yeah, do you want to talk to anyone else there? As you're trying to solve this mystery? Yeah, so look, we're, so where, where are we right, right now? Are we back Prancing in the front of the yeah. yeah, we're, so we're inside or we're at the stables? Stable. We're at the st stables, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's uh, have a look. Uh, there is a, uh, a thing of Prancing Pony uh, right in the top. I just want to see if there was a stable yeah. in there. Well, who else is there in the Prancing Pony? Uh, you can do a roll for me. I just want to see if there's a stable. They show stables. Yep, number six. So if you scroll up, it's the um, one, two, three, fourth image. You'll see there's a layout of the Prancing Pony, and number six is the stables. So the fourth image, right on the top of campaign content, is a layout of Prancing Pony. And number six is the stables. You can see that on the ground floor. Oh, i got to scroll all the way up again. Hang on a sec. Um, right, there we go. Let me open original, open it in a browser. Open the other ones in the browser as well. Alright, so what are we looking at here? Number six mm. is the stable. Ground floor. Okay, so that's the stables, number six. That's where you guys are right now. Okay. okay. Um, what do you think, Galantha? If we should go back into the common room and see who else is there? Um... I Galanthia is currently eyeing Butterbur. Um, uh, he's been staring at Butterbur for like for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah, the old, the old evil eye trick, him. Huh? <laughs> yeah, the single eye that Galanthia like, got. I like, like your style. <laughs> uh, like just just expose yourself one bit, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna kill this dude. Like I'll get, like Galanthia's gonna kill this dude. <laughs> like like. Um, he's pretty aggro. Like the character, it's the, the character Galanthia is pretty. So can you, uh, he's, can he's, you explain he's, he's, why why are you suspecting Butterbur? Hmm? Can you explain why you're suspecting Butterbur, or you just don't like the smell of booze on him? No, he's uh, he's just like acting weird. He's just like um, um, and 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 the fact that Robin shared that um, he's not his usual self. Mm -hmm. And especially the fact that we met um, the lady earlier, like that. Um, so, so Glanthier is just like adding pieces together, and like mm -hmm. they're, they're they're just like something wrong going on. Okay. Right. So, so do you want to go back to Butterbur and talk to him? So he's pretty much in alert mode. So I would talk to Butterbur if um, 
if Robin wants to talk to Myrtle, then I think he can, because he's just nearby. Yeah, did I did I try anything with Myrtle? No. No, she left. Not yet. She's left. She's yeah. left. Yeah. She oh. said, "Don't touch me," and she walked out. Mm. Oh, okay. Mark's moves didn't pay off. Damn. Um. Dude, you should have you should have uh, put some more experience points in those Playboy common skills. Yeah. With a uh -huh. swag. Yeah. There should be like a swag column. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Smooth, yeah. smooth, or yeah. um, charisma. You can charisma. use hope, right? You can use hope to roll again. I'm trying to see. Hope. What basically hope lets you do is add either your body, heart, or wit score to your roll. So basically, just the same way if you're looking at your character sheet, you have those skill groups where you're gaining experience every time you roll and you either get a great success or extraordinary success or you use yeah. a trait. You see those line up with those common skills. They form rows and they line up with those common those skill groups. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So or yeah. inspire and persuade line up with personality. Now the same way those line up with, with the skill groups, if you look up vertically, or athletics, awareness, explore, song and craft fall under body. And the other skills fall under heart, and the other skills fall under wits. Do you see that? Yes, I do. Okay. So when you do a roll and you don't pass the roll, you can spend a point of hope. And what that means is you, you get to use your body score as an additional amount just to add to your roll. You add your roll's total. So if your body yeah, score I've, is three, if you spend oh, hope... I've got, two scores. I've got two numbers. I've got like a four. I'll and explain. Then a I'll explain what that means. So if you have a favorite skill... So you have some skills that have that are underlined, or are mentioned as favored when you roll when you drop your character. Some of your character skills are favored. That means you get to use your favored body skill when you spend hope. But all those skill those points are used for when you spend hope is you, they just add that amount to your roll to see if you pass the the, the target number or not. So if it's a favored yeah. skill you roll, you get to use the favored body or you get to use the favored heart or favored wits. If it's a normal yeah. common skill that's not favored and you spend hope, you just add the normal body, heart, or wits. Okay, so kind of like a proficiency bonus in D&D. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. So do you, do you, are you guys just chatting to, are you, you want to speak to someone else? You want to interrogate? Well, I'd like to go into the, I'd like to go into the Prancing Pony, find a dark corner, light up my pipe, pull my hood over my head, and do a bit of an Aragorn in the background for mm -hmm. just a minute or two, so I can suss out who's there, just take a really good look, yeah. uh, kind of surreptitiously at all the characters in the, okay. in the tavern. So guys, I, I'm going to call the game at that. Oh, cool. Okay, that was fun, guys. That was a good yeah. game. Oh. Brilliant man, you guys Early played well. This is like this is like building up to something. Oh. Yeah. Well played. Seriously yeah. you guys you guys are legends, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, to see the, I'm glad fun. to see the, 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 the hints and clues that come your way you guys are putting to good use. You practice. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Uh, John, yeah, thanks, forward. thanks for hopping in, Robin. Yeah. Joining yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. This is great. Really, really uh, John, John, sorry I'm calling you Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just find I don't mind at all. <laughs> it's all, it's all good. Uh, uh, yeah. Online <laughs> Um No, that was great. Yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. It was really cool. Yeah. This first time I've role played a non D and D campaign in Middle Earth. Yeah, which is cool. Cool. 
And you guys have been legend as well. You've, you've pushed through because normally we do 7 to 9. You guys done 7 to 10, 30. So you did an hour and a half extra. So uh, I, I, I will came thank in late, you. so that's my bad. I, I came in late. No, I had a, like a really oh, bad migraine. Oh, good man. Heard, yeah, I heard you had a bit of a bad headache. No, that's yeah. Appreciate so, you making the effort to come along. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, you've got a, 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 a pretty enticing bow that you could possibly earn. Yeah, and I can't wait. And, yeah, that's uh, intense. And um, Robin's got a, a quest at the bottom of the well. Um, so, yeah. You oh, Robin's in the thick of it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's aiding you on your quest, so we'll see yeah. how things go. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it seems like all the... Um, yeah, and we got some, like, art galore, too, from all of them. Like, there's <laughs> tons of art, man. Yeah, I went yeah, bananas. That was great stuff. Yeah, yeah, you went crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. That's like weeks of not seeing his art and then boom just like dumps, <laughs> dumps it in one night uh, <laughs> yeah pretty cool okay pretty cool. cool all right seriously man you guys right. are legends thanks for your time uh and hope thanks we'll guys do it again. yeah thanks yep. everyone um, till next time all right you, yeah when you put the date up yeah for the next one uh first first, first first saturday of every month oh amazing okay cool all right okay awesome all right all cheers guys i'll see all you all right then. have a good one right. catch you guys bye-bye